lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Davis Memorial Stadium on the campus of Livingston Academy. It's Livingston Academy football presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 1-3 will host the 1-3 Pickett County Bobcats. Good night, I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. David, tonight it's a cat fight between these two teams. And uh, certainly before we talk about the product on the field, I can't, can't really look past the fact that it is homecoming tonight. Here at Livingston Academy, you're obviously an alum. You've got a son, a senior on the team here tonight. He'll be a part of the homecoming festivities coming up in several minutes. Uh, but what does homecoming mean here in the home of the Hog Eye? He's a junior, by the junior, way. Junior, I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry, it's, it's, I'm sorry, Dawson. You get to see a lot of uh, faces that you've not seen in a while, and you know it's you see across the way there all the. The girls dressed up in their pretty gowns and their makeup. And, you know, it's special for uh, families to come back that haven't been to, you know, haven't been here in a while and, and get to see the new facility and, and, and get by hopefully get to see a, a good football game. Yeah, and a shout-out to the facility. Uh, you look out on the field, folks, tonight not just beautiful numbers, beautiful lines painted out there, a giant L.A. symbol, of course, uh, at the 50-yard line, gorgeous. But we've got sponsors painted for homecoming on the field as well this is a real small college kind of looking atmosphere here tonight david yeah and, and you got the hall guy painted blue in the end zones and like i said our, our big sponsors that, that donated a lot of time and a lot of money to this football program and to this school in general uh, it's good to see them put their names on the field like that so everybody can recognize you know who who helps out I mean, you get so much support from a small community like this, but these guys, these people, their names on the field, it's, it's good to see that they've done that. One of the other incredible things we're going to see tonight, folks, is simply a rivalry that is, in any other sport, not just a, a big-time rivalry, but kind of a bitter one, a rivalry that uh, can get very uh, contentious at times. Uh, David, I don't know you know, the, the long-storied history of what this might look like on the gridiron, but just what does it mean to you as an alumni? What do you think it means to these kids out there who are strapping it up tonight to look across the field on the gridiron and see Pickett County? Well, you think Livingston Academy, Pickett County, you don't think football. <laughs> uh, you think basketball, like we talked about earlier with, uh, you know, when Pickett County plays here in basketball, it's last one out of town, turn out the lights, and you go up there and it's just everybody's packed in there like sardines. But, you know, it's a it's a – I won't say hatred, but it's as close to hate as you can get. <laughs> as close as you can get, for sure, for sure. Let's talk about the product on the field coming off a win for the first time in 20-plus uh, games 
for Livingston Academy. Went up to Jenkins, Kentucky and walked away with a sizable victory tonight. They try to make it two in a row and uh, would be the first time they've won two games in a row in several years. A good chance to do it here tonight against Pickett County. But what do they have to do? Not necessarily keys. We'll get to those uh, in just a few minutes. But what do you want to see tonight? from Livingston Academy? Well, you, they got their win last week. They got that monkey off their back. Uh, so come out tonight, you're, you're you know, if, if Vegas done sports book and high school football, you'd be a 40-point favorite, I would say. But uh, take care of business. Don't come out being sloppy. Take care of business. You know, put them away early and, and let your younger guys get some more reps and more playing time. But just come out and take care of business right off the bat. That's David Ledbetter. I'm Colin Castleberry. Later on, we'll talk about the keys. What are the specific things the Wildcats have to do tonight to get a victory here against the Bobcats? It is a cat fight. It's L.A. and Pickett County on the campus of Livingston Academy. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres, Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, norrissupercycle.net. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple with monitoring as low as $24.99 a month with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes security today and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T insert number C-002. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Pickett County head football coach, William Matheny. Coach, you got a great group of guys out here, and they've played their hearts out so far this season. Just how proud are you just of the effort uh, that you've seen out of your guys this year? I'm very proud of them. Uh, we played Cumberland County last weekend, and uh, we got beat up pretty bad, but they just kept going and getting more. So they, they're pretty tough kids. 
Yeah, what's it say about this group that uh, no matter what the score is, no matter kind of how the game's going, uh, they really do seem to play four quarters of football no matter what's what else is going on? Yeah, they do, but numbers is low, so they have to play four quarters. Or we have to forfeit one, so... Yeah, they, they, they're hanging in there. Slowly but surely, they're hanging in there. Numbers may be dwindling, but you still got a good amount of talent. Uh, some of these guys obviously play other sports here at Pickett County. How great is it to see the cross-sport participation, some of these kids coming out when, you know, before it was just basketball or they just played baseball, and now they're coming out here and strapping up for the football team? Uh, it's really helped us out. It's put some uh, talent on the team and uh, – well, it's like I say, it's helped us out a bunch. He's, I'm proud to have them. I'd like to have more, but it's that's a long road ahead. So, here's the hoping you can continue to cultivate that. Tomorrow night, you guys obviously get to play a a school in Livingston Academy that, in just about every other sport, is a massive rival, and uh, it's great to see Pickett County and Livingston playing each other in anything. But what does it mean to see that matchup happening again on the gridiron for the first time in several years? Well, I'm excited about it. I like I like playing uh, neighboring counties. Uh, it's just like I we talked a while ago. I didn't realize they was a 4A school. We're a 1A, but uh, I like our intensity level tonight or this week in practice, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Head coach William Matheny, Pickett County High School, as we approach Livingston Academy, the Wildcats and the Bobcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. You see Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. You see Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on the spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. Cumberland County had homecoming last week as they hosted Pickett County. This week, the Jets will host Macon County. In Gainesboro, the Blue Devils look to snap a losing streak against Red Bowling Springs. Head coach Sean Loftus is just trying to get his team healthy this week. We're a completed, uh, you're a, we're a banged up group, um, and just uh, you know the next next person just got to be ready to go, and in hopes of uh, you know you know getting enough reps this week for everybody and uh, understanding what the game plan is and going out there and executing to the best of uh, their ability. Red Bowling Springs has scored 42 points or more in three of their four games this season. DeKalb County faces off with Gordonsville looking to continue their winning streak after starting 0-2. Panthers head coach Steve Trapp feels good about where his team sits. They're definitely playing better football. They're understanding the mistakes that they've made and know how to get through them and learn from them. So that's kind of where we are. We're still not playing our best football. Uh, but we are playing extremely hard and uh, getting the job done ultimately when it matters. Gordonsville started 0-2 this year, but has won their last two games by a combined score of 49-6. Stone Memorial looks to stay undefeated, taking on Meigs County tonight in Crossville. Head coach Derek Samber says his team is still focused. If I'm being honest in terms of the vibes of the team, this is this is the expectation. This group expects to win. Uh, they expect to have success. They expect that scoreboard to be in our favor at the end of the night. Um, and so we're trying to enjoy it, but it's, it's not anything that we'll pretend to be surprised about to this point. Meigs County is also undefeated at 3-0 on the season. Cookville is attempting to bounce back from a 41-17 loss last week at Lebden. 
This week, head coach Taylor Hennigan says they are concentrated on Mount Juliet, who is just as tough. What I say, get on body. We need to make sure that we're making matches in the secondary consistently. They're a, a heavy RPO team, which, you know, they're going to run the fake. Um, really call two plays at once. They're going to have the run play, and uh, if you're not sound in the back end, they'll, they'll have an option to throw the football. So Mount Julia is 4-0, scoring 43 points per game on average. Monterey will attempt to stop a two-game losing streak at Westmoreland tonight. Wildcats head coach Scott Hughes says his team had to refocus this week. Uh, you know, I, I just felt that last week we wasn't mentally locked in the way that we need to be. And, and so, you know, we talked about that on Monday afternoon and, and spent a lot of time just kind of getting back on the same page and, and being uh, one and, and being on the same mindset. Westmoreland is on a three-game winning streak, including a 13-6 to win over Clay County, who beat Monterey 35-13 to last week. Our game of the week sees White County visiting Upperman. Bees head coach Adam Kane knows the challenge that they are in for. I don't recall seeing a kid this dynamic with the ball in his hands. To make matters worse, he can beat you through the air as well. Um, so it's it's just going to be a collective effort. Um, I don't think you uh, I don't think you really slow him down or White County quarterback Trip Pinion leads the country in rushing. York will take on Telco Springs in Jamestown as they attempt to stay undefeated. Clay County will host Portland as the Bulldogs will try to get over 500. Warren County and sophomore quarterback Brady Shoulders will host Gallatin looking to stop a three-game skid. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. Live kickoffs coming, and we're counting you down. Powered by Mountain Farm International. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So, what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R and M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R and M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R and M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity. Accept 
exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Moments away from kickoff, and we've got the man, the myth, the legend. Got a shout-out from his head coach and everything in the pregame interview. Dawson Ledbetter with us. The One Bank, one to watch. One Bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Dawson, what's homecoming at L.A. mean to you? Just what does homecoming mean to you? Just tradition and how long this game has affected the lives of many people and just it continues to grow better each year what excites you the most about being involved you get to obviously play some football here tonight but also going to do a little walk do a little talk you know get to participate in the homecoming festivities i just i think the whole school just enjoys how much like this program means to everybody and how much the program means to all these little businesses and stuff and how just the homecoming week just can excite like get everybody excited for the game Friday you're obviously somebody who plays other sports here at Livingston Academy and if there's one thing we know it's that Pickett County is one heck of a rival you love playing them in other sports how much fun is it going to be tonight to get to line up and finally see them across from you on the gridiron for the first time in a couple years oh I can't wait to bust some heads it's going to be so fun like it's it's just uh in baseball I love playing them just because we get to put up 40 on them in baseball so it's obviously a big rivalry. We talk a lot of smack to one another, but it's just fun. a fun experience. Dawson Ledbetter going up against Pickett County tonight. The L.A. Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is Bert Oakley. Bert is another farm boy that worked and did chores in the pastures of Overton County growing up. But when they weren't working the chores and farm animals... It was sports that they did. Those pastures are where Bert received his earliest moments of playing football. First memory of football would be the late 50s and early 60s. Of course, my uncle, Ellie Oakley, was the coach at that time, and my dad would take me to ball games, and I'd sit up there in the stands with my aunt, Evelyn Oakley. I'm still one of the probably the last few that remember the old football field that ran north and south behind the high school, you know, which is now A.H. Roberts. When I played, they changed the direction of the field more east and west. Out of the many Livingston Academy teams that Burt followed, one was the 1966 team that went on to the Industrial Bowl. But it wasn't only the players that influenced him to play, but an assistant coach and an elementary school physical education teacher that impacted his following for football. In 66, one of the assistant football coaches was named Clester Weenham. And at the new Livingston Elementary School where I attended, he was our PE coach. So I remember, you know, knowing him in PE and always listening to him to talk about football, you know, talking to the kids and all like that. That definitely showed her interest. When Burt entered high school, his position of choice was quarterback. The position choice stemmed from a relationship with another Wildcat quarterback, Pat Sullivan, who coached Oakley in the sixth grade. But a thumb injury before his junior year started kept him sidelined for the season, and Jimmy Maynard filled in at the position. Football is a team game, players filling in where they're needed. This was Burt's attitude when he came back for his senior year playing at multiple spots. 
you know, I lost out on the junior year, had major major surgery on my thumb. And, of course, next year's team with the kids, when Jimmy Maynard took over, he was an outstanding quarterback, and he's going to be their future for next year's team. And so um, it's a team game. So I just went to coach and said, you put me where you think I can help the most. So I played in defensive secondary, and I was a receiver and a uh, running back. Away from the football field, Burke played baseball at Livingston Academy under coach Pat Swallows. It was in this sport he ended up earning a scholarship to play baseball at the next level at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. Burke gives all the credit to Pat for bringing baseball to L.A. When when Pat came back and was a teacher and coach, uh, in my opinion, Pat started baseball at the high school, there's no doubt. I think the year was around the 69 era. Uh, without Pat, I do not know where baseball would have started. Uh, I do know this. Coach Swallows loved baseball. Uh, his time and effort that he put in over at the city park, you know, gave a lot of uh, students and players like myself, you know, an opportunity to play baseball, just not Little League and Babe Ruth and Connie Mack, but bring it to the high school le- level. And um, Pat had worked with his father, you know, in Little League at the Swallows insurance team. And um, I have nothing but great things to say about Pat Swallows and his contributions to baseball at Livingston Academy. After college, it was time to pick a career. For Burt, it seemed simple with several different coaches impacting his life, playing for great coaches like Leland Dishman and Paul Anderson, working with Cookville's own Mac and Watson Brown, along with many others, helped Oakley in his path to go on to coach for 40 years between schools in Georgia and Tennessee. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school, where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Bert Oakley, captain of the 1973 football team and baseball player at UT Chattanooga. For this week's LA Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. The players are warming up, and so are you. The countdown to tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? 
Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. Counting down to Livingston and Pickett County for homecoming. Top of the hour, this is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. The Wildcats on the golf course have continued to improve. They're heading into the back nine of their season. Head coach Buddy Sells is proud of his team and their improvement. I'm proud of the team that we've got this year. We've we've worked hard. Um, we had a match yesterday against uh, Cookville and Upperman at Hidden Valley at home. Um, Cookville and Upperman both got the got the upper hand on us. They are a couple of the stronger teams in the district this year. Um, but um, we had a couple guys uh, shoot 86, which which isn't too bad. We had a guy shoot 92 and a 101. I think we finished 365. Both volleyball and girls soccer went on the road Tuesday and defeated Cumberland County. After that, everyone took the rest of the week off for homecoming to concentrate on the festivities. Volleyball is 11 and 5 on the year, 5 and 1 in district play. Girls soccer 5 2 and 2 overall, 3 and 0 in district play. Next week, girls soccer will get in action starting again on Tuesday night at home. They'll take on Stone Memorial. Volleyball will wait till Thursday, but they will also be at home against the Lady Panthers. This is the countdown to kickoff, the Mountain Farm International countdown to kickoff. Just ahead of the homecoming game with Pickett County, we're with Colin Weitzel. Uh, Colin, just ex- how excited are you for homecoming? What does homecoming mean to you? Uh, I'm pretty excited. It's always fun. Everyone's in the spirit and just it's a lot funner than normal games because everyone, everyone's always talking about it, homecoming. All week, obviously, we've been going themed days. We've had all, you know, red, white, and blue, all-American, country day, all sorts of fun stuff going on this week. What was your favorite thing, favorite celebration this week leading up to the game? I liked how we just, everyone dressed up in cam. It was funny, funny seeing everyone in camo, I thought every every person I saw looked like an army army recruiter. Sounds like a very fun time uh, here tonight. Obviously, you get to line up against uh, Pickett County, a team that's a big rival for uh, Livingston Academy and all these other sports. But uh, how cool is it to to see the Bobcats in in football for the first time in several years? I didn't even know that they ever played football, uh, so it's it's fun. Uh, it's weird because we haven't seen them, heard them much play football, or I've never seen them play football at all, so it's going to be different, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Pickett County and Livingston Academy, the Wildcats and the Bobcats, tonight on the Gridiron here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Every big play, your Wildcats. Tonight's action in minutes. minutes. The countdown rolls on. Powered by Mountain Farm International. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. 
What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Livingston Academy head coach Matt Hauser minutes away from kickoff at homecoming with Pickett County Uh, coach it's no secret obviously you are an alumni as we kind of look at the uh, in the hallway here all the pictures from across the classes what does homecoming mean to you what does it mean to be back here for homecoming at LA you know it's awesome I think it means a lot to the alumni Uh, it's an important thing there's a lot of activities that go on during the week for you know the student body to be involved with and then the you know having the game at the end of the week just to kind of round everything up and um you know it's a big deal um for our our alumni and for our current students and our players and you know we're excited to play um our kids have had a great week of practice and you know they've enjoyed some of the things that come along with homecoming but you know at seven o'clock it's time to get serious and take care of business and and i think they're ready to do that yeah, obviously going to try to walk away with a win here tonight, or second one in a row. But uh, the other part of tonight's story is obviously Pickett County, a big rival in so many other sports. How cool is it to look across the, the field and see them back out on the football field taking on Livingston Academy? You know, it's great. I think, um, you know, I've talked to Coach Matheny several times throughout the year, and they're doing a good job of, of getting that program, you know, started back up and cranked back up. And, um, you know, hopefully – we can play and we can help them, you know, get that moving in the right direction by sharing some resources with them. But, you know, just it's big to get um, to have so many different schools in the Upper Cumberland that take pride in their sports and take pride in their schools and their communities. And we look forward to hosting them. Uh, and uh, our, I know our kids are excited. You know, for them, for our players, it, it really doesn't matter the opponent. They just like to get out and, and play on, on Friday nights under the lights. So they're excited about the game, and, um, you know, we're excited to get going. What do you guys have to do tonight to walk away with that second straight W? I think it just comes down to execution, um, being consistent in the things that we do and um, letting our athletes kind of do what they do in space and run to the ball on defense, tackle well, and, and win the special teams game. And, we were able to do that at times uh, last week against Upperman and then 
you know, we were able to do that quite a bit against Jenkins, and we're just trying to build on some momentum we've had over the last couple of weeks and just put together four quarters of football. And that's that's kind of what our challenge is every week is show up and play for 48 minutes, and uh, whoever that is, whenever your number's called, got to be ready to go. Um, whether you're a starter, whether you're second, third, fourth string, whatever it is, like when you get your opportunity to jump out there and play full speed. We obviously look back at that Jenkins game and we see you handing the ball off to a bunch of big boys. We love to watch the big man touchdowns. How much fun is that for you as a head coach to, to get to call John Hill's number, Porchow's number, to, to get to send these guys out there and line them up in the backfield, let them run? It's, it's a lot of fun, but um, it creates a, a lot of other things on the sideline as well because <laughs> the minute one person carries it, I'm getting a lot of pats on the shoulder that – Austin Ledbetter, who you'll be speaking to, he he wants to play quarterback for a play, and um, you know I've got a, all kinds of guys that are wanting to come in, and that's a good thing. Like we want the kids to to enjoy the game, have fun, enjoy practice, enjoy the little things. It, it, those are the things that make up stories that you tell forever. So um, <clears throat> we're just excited that the kids are in, if, having fun, and we've got uh, you know six more games here in the regular season to go play. And, um, you know, we're excited to just keep, continue to roll with what we got going. Head Coach Matt Hauser, Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Wildcats football is coming in minutes. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center. They give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe-Lizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Getting set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. It's homecoming at Livingston Academy. They host Pickett County this evening. White County will visit Upperman in the game of the week, while Cookville is on the road at Mount Julian. 
DeKalb County will look to continue their winning streak hosting Gordonsville and Stone Memorial will look to stay undefeated hosting Meigs County before the Panthers and Tigers face off with each other next week. Warren County stays home and hosts Gallatin. Monterey will be back on the road to host Westmoreland. And as we continue from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, it is a beautiful night for homecoming here at Livingston Academy, hosting Pickett County. Right now, we're just about set to be done littering the field with beautiful and wonderful homecoming court. The football players in full pads here tonight, uh, escorting these young ladies in their beautiful uh, evening attire gowns. <coughs> Many of them are uh, going to be voted on tonight to see who walks away with the homecoming Queen title. It's also time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight, presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, tonight a win for the Wildcats. Second one in a row starts with what? Play clean. Just play a clean football game. We've, I said after the Upperman game that we looked like we kind of turned the corner there a little bit. Then we went up to Jenkins and Kentucky and took care of business there and played a pretty clean game up there. But just play a clean game. No dumb penalties, no turnovers. Just play a clean game and just keep building on this momentum that you've got right now. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for sunny with very little clouds. The sun, in fact, uh, actually getting ready to set here at Livingston Academy. The lights are in minimal effect. They will take full effect in the next several minutes. About a 40% chance of rain if it does come, though. Set to be very light rain, if at all. And just before kickoff here, temperatures stand at around 72 degrees with winds tonight at around 10 miles an hour. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. 
the Wildcats. Play here. Play here. Back at Livingston Academy, Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, and the final piece of the homecoming festivities currently being attended to. That's uh, senior John Geist escorting his homecoming date right up the 50-yard line. Final pictures being taken. And then we'll have the national anthem as the lights almost went out in Georgia oh, again. No, 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 Did you see that? that? Did you see they, that? They control them. They, they, they control them. Control. The lights are now in full effect, as predicted. They went from, I guess, what you would be akin to fog lights on your car to full headlights. We're now in full headlight mode. The brights are on. And under the bright lights of a Friday night in Livingston, it's just about time for a cat fight between the Livingston Academy Wildcats and the Pickett County Bobcats. It is worth noting tonight, folks, everybody out there in the homecoming court is dressed out, right? The guys are in full pads from top to bottom. The only two guys not in full pads, as expected, is sophomore Adrian Jenkins, who, of course, has been dealing with a bit of a shoulder issue. He is uh, seemingly out of the sling tonight. So I'm throwing a couple passes in pregame warm-ups. No, folks, that does not mean you're going to see Adrian Jenkins tonight. That's not at all. He is not dressed out. He will not play. But an update, he seems to be feeling good out there in some jeans and boots. Now, the other one is senior John Geist, who we were just talking about. Also in some joggers and just his jersey here tonight. So seemingly tonight against Pickett County uh, will be without senior offensive and defensive lineman John Geist. And I don't know, I don't know if he had an injury last week against uh, Chickens, Kentucky, or I don't know. It didn't seem like he was limping or anything like that. He's just not just wearing his jersey right now. It may very well just be one of those things where. Uh, worth you know just, just taking a precaution maybe a bit of a twisted angle. I'm, I'm not speculating folks I'm just stating you know it's a if it's a pulled muscle or a, a twisted ankle or anything tonight you're resting yeah. right this yeah. is not a game in which uh, we're going to be trying to push guys considering on the docket for next week is the York Institute now there's an interesting predicament with about two minutes to go here before we get this one started, I'm going to go ahead and let you know, folks, probably going to be more like about four to five because the national anthem, the band's going to come out, play the national anthem. We'll have that here for you on the broadcast. Uh, but that is something to consider. This week, how do you keep the team from looking ahead to a game against a really good York team? Because as we talked about earlier in this pregame, one in 25 in your last 26 games, you don't get to overlook anybody. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, and I talked to Coach Hauser last night, and you're one in 25, or well, yeah, one in 25 in your last 26 games. You don't, you've not earned the right mm-hmm. to. You never want to look over an opponent by no means, but you can't look past anybody if you're one in 25. <laughs> now. These guys, like we said earlier, they've got a little bit of momentum. And, and, and Coach Hauser said they've had a really good week of practice, you know, with all the distractions of the homecoming stuff. But, uh, you know, like we said earlier, just play clean. You, you'll find out real quick if they're overlooking Piggy County for York. He talked to me as well, Matt and Hauser. You heard in the pregame discussing how his team was aware this week that, you know, when school's in session throughout the day, we're enjoying the homecoming festivities, playing around, goofing, participating in spirit days. 
all of that, but they understood that when they came out here for practice or tonight here on the field for a Friday night, it's business. It's time to play football. It's time to practice. we got to hone in and focus in, and, and seemingly that is what they have done, and we will, of course, as you mentioned, find out whether or not they are overlooking Pickett County and whether or not that week of that great week of practice, according to head coach Matt and Hauser, uh, will pay dividends. The band is getting ready to line it up, getting set to play the national anthem, and much like the cheerleaders, we'll have an alumni cheer squad here tonight. You look out there, we're going to have a bit of an alumni band playing as well tonight. Several former members of the uh, Pride of the Wildcats band, happy to see them. Uh, and, and David, you, you mentioned it kind of earlier here in this broadcast. So much fun just to see the alumni band, alumni cheerleaders, all of these alumni of the great, uh, you know, Overton County, greater Livingston community coming back, participating uh, in something that is certainly a big tradition here at L.A. Yeah, and you look down the fence down here in front of the student sections, a lot of former football players are here, a lot of uh, seen uh, talk to some guys as I was coming in, some guys that played in the 60s, some guys that played in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, uh, a couple of the state championship players are here tonight. You know, it, it's great to get get former alumni to come back and support this current team. It's always so special in smaller communities to see nights like this where everybody comes back. And you mentioned it. You get guys from 66, 74, 82, 92, 97, 02. I can keep going over there on this scoreboard. 05, of course, the state championship team, the sole uh, state title winner here at Livingston Academy. All came back, all participating in tonight's festivities and they are excited to be here as excited as we are on 101.9 am 920 wliv to be here as well and now it is time for the invocation prior to the national anthem and then we'll have the national anthem getting set for kickoff here between pickett county and livingston academy it's a cat fight Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. 
as the national anthem comes to a close here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, and it is just about time for football between the Wildcats and the Bobcats. And don't get tired of the cat fight joke, folks, because I'm going to make it all evening. I'm going to talk about that. It's too good. It's too funny. The captains here tonight for Livingston Academy looks like are Gage Hoffman. Alongside him, Adam Richards and Jordan Ficklin this evening. Your captains for Livingston Academy as the band plays us out for homecoming. The captains will actually work their way up the 20, uh, the 20 yard line over to our right near the uh, field house here at Livingston Academy. On the other side, for Pickett County, at least one of your captains can confirm is starting quarterback Caden Miller, who, uh, you know what, I'm going to take a moment here and shout out uh, everybody's favorite college quarterback of all time. That's one Peyton Manning, Caden Miller in the number 16. You'll love to see it, David. Oh, yeah. Love to see a 16 out there. Ain't doing that's Odd place to do the uh, coin flip, but still got the band on the field. Homecoming kind of held a few things up here, so they're going to rush it along here and flip the coin at the 20. Yeah, shout shout out to the, the people of Livingston Academy. I got to give them credit. They never changed the time on the clock. They really did believe that they could get this in and get her done and be ready to go at 7 o'clock. Uh, but we knew better, knew yeah. good and well. Homecoming just doesn't work that way. Six minutes left on the clock, and there were still about 25 girls to be introduced over here along with their escort. So we, we knew it wasn't going to start all the time. You knew it wasn't going to be 7 o'clock. So, but looks like it will be close to about 7.07 or so when we kick this one off, though the band and cheerleaders have yet to leave the field. Alumni cheerleaders along with them. So a shout-out to all of the homecoming festivities one more time. Livingston Academy is now set to run through the inflatable tunnel that, uh, honestly, folks, I'm just glad to see they were able to get back because after that windstorm against White's Creek, legitimately thought maybe the tunnel was gone for good. Yeah, it was It was on top of the field house, literally on top of the field house at one point. So I, I thought it would be done for good, but it, they saved it. They did, they did, and now Livingston Academy will come running out of it, Pickett County. Over on their sideline, good to go. Caden Miller warming up over there with a few of his favorite targets. And we're still waiting on Livingston Academy here to come running out of the tunnel. Uh, Go go Big Blue. The signs held up here by the cheerleaders. Wildcats taking their sweet time getting ready to come out of the inflatable tunnel. I think we're waiting on the actual cheerleaders to get down there to the tunnel so they can run out. Is that what we are? Okay, well. Mr. Mr. Dingwall here, our uh, band director, is, I think he's lost his watch. He is enjoying the play out, and certainly a great job here by the Livingston Academy Band to play us out. He'll send the cheerleaders now to their spot to help the football team run through the tunnel. Band will begin the march off the field. Looks like we're going to speed that march up just a little you bit. You better I, hurry up because if been they in, come yeah. through that tunnel, they're going to get run over. I've been in that situation where it's like, all right, people, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta kind of, we gotta mosey our way on a little faster here. I've been there. You do the the speed march. Shout out to the band tonight, the alumni and and the, and the current band. They did a did an excellent job tonight. They certainly did with the national anthem, the alma mater, and. Uh, everything in between and well a simple sign tonight Hawkeye Nation homecoming 2023 the sign leads reads that is for LA and now here comes the football team who's gonna have to take a bit of a weird angle the band not quite out of the way 
but they're gonna, and one of the color guard just stopped. One of the color guard literally went, uh-uh, a, nope. He's laugh to see right here, wait. I'm job. making a business decision. <laughs> I'll wait. It's all good. I'll wait. No problem. Yeah, y'all come on through. Yeah, y'all get through. The lights went out in Georgia momentarily. They come back on after a light show for Livingston Academy, and we get set for kickoff finally between the Wildcats and the Bobcats. Looks like the Bobcats will kick off, so Livingston Academy will be the team who receives the opening kick. And, folks, I'm not trying to predict anything, but I am just saying, same situation uh, on Saturday at Jenkins, and Carson Parrott took it to the house. We we wondered... uh... Friday night against Upperman why we had Carson up on the, the middle line instead of back with Daniel and then we found out Saturday why because he, he caught it on that front line up there and then took it 60 yards to the house. Yeah it se- seemed as if they were doing it uh, because so many people are trying to kick away from Daniel Bilbury so they're either kicking short or they're kicking to the other side and so Carson is one line forward and on the opposite side of Daniel Bilbury and will do that again. You'll see uh, Daniel Bilbury and Caden Weitzel go far back to about their own 20. Carson Parrott will be on the far sideline with Weitzel, but a line forward at around the 35. Got uh, Deacon Allred right there in the middle. Another update, another uh, not dressed out tonight, Grayson Matheny for those curious. Grayson not dressed out tonight. This ball will find its way to the 25, and that is Weitzel who gets it 30. 35, breaks a couple tackles at the 40, lost the football, and I'm pretty sure Pickering County just picked it up. We talked earlier, got to play clean football. Pickett County with a fumble recovery on the opening kickoff. Tried to make, eluded the first tackler, then he had a couple of guys that uh, held on to him, and then somebody come in and just punched the football out. Good job there by Pickett County special teams of knocking that ball out. And we talked about it. You can't overlook anybody. Pickett County's came in here. They look to win this ball game. They are under no – they didn't just come in here to play football. They came in here to win a football game, and that will certainly help out when their offense with 11.51 to go in the first quarter takes over at the L.A. 38. Miller under the gun. Two men behind him in the backfield. Turn hands off to the fullback. Fullback dive on the forward to about the 35. That'll be a gain of three for the Bobcats. Looks like Seth Smith stepped right in the hole there to, to make that tackle. Good job, him and Drew Goolsby right there plugging that hole up. Keeping you updated on people not dressed out tonight, uh, Bryson Masters in on crutches and in a knee brace. So won't see any of the freshman wide receivers this evening. Right now, it's Miller getting back under the gun with the fullback and the running back behind him. Tight formation, really bunched up. Turns, tosses to the halfback going right, and he will find his way inside the 35 to, I believe, the 31. And that is a gain of about four. Makes it third and very manageable. Third and three for the Pickett County offense on drive number one after recovering that opening kickoff fumble. Good job there by Matt Dial. He was playing that... Uh... Uh, playing tackle right there, and it just scraped off his block to go out there and make the tackle. Pickett County will break the huddle with under 10.40 to go in the first quarter. Ball on the LA 32 officially, so third and four for the Bobcat offense. And Miller again in a bunch formation under the uh, center 
Takes the snap and a handoff to the the running back who will dive forward. Halfback dive, and I believe he's going to come up about two yards short. I believe, I believe the tailback's Caden Thomas there, tailback for Pickett County. That is Caden Thomas, yes, sir. So Caden Thomas, uh, and there actually looks like they're only going to award him a yard. So it'll be fourth and three from the Livingston Academy 31. Ten minutes to go in the first quarter. And Pickett County already with a fourth down attempt here. Under center is Miller. This time he's dropping back. Gets a block from Thomas. And he's hit. Ball on the floor. And it is going to be picked up by Pickett County all the way back, though, at the L.A. 44. Gage Hoffman there with the uh, quarterback pressure and the sack on the quarterback causes the fumble. I didn't see if Livingston recovered. It doesn't matter. It's fourth down. But Gage Hoffman, a great job there getting pressure. So Livingston Academy, their offense will take over. At around the same spot that their off that their kickoff team tried to give it away, fumble was at the 38. Pickett County managed to get it to about the 31 before being driven back on the sack and fumble recovery by themselves at the LA 43 is where they'll officially down it. And here comes the starting offense for the Wildcats. Brody Coffey in the gun. He'll have Coleman behind him. Has been Bowles who's been getting the running back start. And now a quick snap, looking deep. Some holding here. And the catch is still made one-handed. One-handed. One-handed by Will Brown, and he's in the end zone. Oh, my Lanta. Hogeye Nation. That could have been defensive P.I., and he still came up with it one-handed. That's an ESPN top ten play right there. That is a 50 do the math quickly, 57. another 6.57-yard touchdown on play number one. Beautiful throw by Brody right there. Good job by the offensive line with great protection. And pretty good coverage there by Pickett County, but uh, Will with a one-handed grab. Just, he never even put his other hand on the ball. He just one-handed then carried it into the end zone. And, folks, if you thought – that this game wasn't going to have messages sent. I got to be honest with you, that's a message sent by Matt and Hauser and the Wildcats. Love the play call. 7 nothing, Livingston Academy, 9.34 to go in the first quarter. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. The Wildcats, presented by Livingston Regional. WLIV. Dylan Watson set to kick off from his own 40. 9.34 to go. First quarter, 7-0 Wildcats after the 57-yard bomb to Will Brown, who caught it with one hand while being held, mind you, and found his way into the end zone. The kick here from Watson, low and driving, will find its way all the way back to the two. It's through the hands of a Pickett County receiver and into the end zone for a touchback. Another another, another touchback by Dylan Watson there. He's, his percentage is pretty high on touchbacks on the year. 
uh, spectacularly high, and that is because he has a massive leg. Does one uh, massive leg does one Dylan Watson. There we go. Couldn't talk. A wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A. It's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live on Rock 93.7. We will have some Wildcats and head coach uh, Matt Hauser in the building. We'll have them live at Chick-fil-A, so make sure you tune in for that one. Here's Caden Miller under center, dropping back, throws to his tight end, finds him at the 20. Tight end goes down at the 25 on a tackle, and it's a gain of five on the pass into the flat. Good throw right there by Miller. Uh, tight end just dragged right across the field. He laid him out in front. Good, good throw right there. Good throw and catch. Second and five for the Pickett County offense. Nine minutes and ten seconds to go in the first quarter. Ball at their own 25-yard line. Miller again under center. Two, two men in the backfield. It's an eye formation. True fullback, true halfback. Turns, halfback toss to the left, cuts it up inside, broke the first couple tackles, and is finally brought down by, you guessed it, Seth Smith, the senior linebacker, after a gain of three. Got a player down from Edison Academy. Didn't get the number. Did not get a number. We will update you as soon as we have one, but a player down for the Wildcats. It's third and two at their own 28 for the Pickett County offense. Wildcats leading 7-0 with 8.43 to go in the ball in the first quarter. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Matt Dial, Wildcats still down at the 25-yard line, about three-quarters of the way towards the visiting sideline here at Livingston Academy. Looks like Kanan Williamson will be the man who comes in to replace Dial. Right now, Dial is still down, does have uh, his hands up near his helmet uh, and is clearly in uh, a bit of uh, discomfort, we will say. Uh, we will remain as it is 8.43 to go in the first quarter. Wildcats 7 nothing, leading the Bobcats now. Third and two at the Pickett County 28 for the Bobcat offense. And uh, David, I don't want to speculate on what may be going on out there on the field, but the one thing you can say is that in a game like this where you feel like you have a, a pretty significant advantage. The last thing you want to see is a starter going down this early uh, with something that seemingly as they'll help dial up and maybe he'll walk off under his own power. You, you just don't want to see it. Uh, you, don't, you never want to see anybody get hurt. But like I said earlier, you don't want to take any, any team for granted, but you know, I, I, we all think that we can move the ball up and down the field against Pickey County and, and uh, poor Maddie's. He can't put any pressure on that left leg. You, you, you just don't want to see that for anybody, for either team. It don't matter if you're a starter or you're a, a freshman. You don't want to see anybody have to be carried off the field like that. He's obvious pain right there. Gage Hoffman will go over and give him a, a kind of a dap on the helmet and 
let him know they're all cheering for him as he is being helped off, really no pressure being put on that left leg, uh, having to use two trainers as support to get off, but is walking off, so that's always a good sign. Certainly uh, didn't have to use a gator or a stretcher, so we want to be clear this is always a, a decent sign to see somebody coming off at least marginally under their own power. Like I said, Kanan Williamson takes over for him on the defensive line, and we'll get back in action. Pickett County in a bit of a uh, kind of, I don't, again, crucial, not the word maybe, but an early, easy third down here, third and two. Miller under the center. Checks on the linebackers. Looks like he may make an adjustment and now sits back and hands off to his fullback, who's driven backwards by Gage Hoffman and Adam Richards, the two men who met the fullback in the backfield, drove him back for a loss of one. Good job there by Richards and, and Hoffman. Both got penetration. As soon as the snap, they're in the backfield to stop the fullback there for no game. Looks like there will be a punt this time from the Pickett County offense. It's Carson Parrott and Daniel Bilbury back to receive it, and now we've got some laundry on the field. Is it a false start? It's it's on Pickett County. I'm not sure. Twelve men on the field. Twelve men on the field. Twelve men on the field. So it'll be a five-yard back-it-up penalty on Pickett County. Takes us from fourth and two to fourth and seven. Not necessarily that that matters in terms of the conversion, uh, but he does back the punt up five yards. And now Carson Parrott and Daniel Bilbrey will be looking to field this punt on the Pickett County side of the 50. I'd like to get the ball to number eight right here and see what he can do with it. Kick in the air. It's a good twirling spiral punt. Comes down at the 50. Parrott won't field it. Rolls on a Pickett County bounce all the way back just past the 40. Shout out Pickett County for a good punt there. Uh, putting Livingston Academy back at their own 39-and-a-half yard line to begin the drive. 40-yard punt right there for Pitt County. Good job. He angled it away. Couldn't go. No, no way for a return there for Carson. No, Parrott had no chance of, of recovering that, and it's on the opposite side from Bilbury. You kicked away from the guy. You definitely don't want touching the football, and a good job there all around by Pickett County considering a, a drive stalled out. Now, Four wide again for the Livingston offense. Case Brody Coffee will be in the gun with Coleman in the backfield. And Safeties are 30 yards downfield. Do they just go deep again? They bring Hughes in motion. It's a jet sweep to Jake Hughes. He's got a couple blockers at the 45, the 50. Cuts back up inside, 45. Breaks a couple tackles at the 40. Finally goes down at the 39. And Jake Hughes on the uh, jet sweep there. A great job to pick up a first down. Uh, and maybe two, about 23 yards, somewhere in that vicinity, I believe. Jet sweep there, but Jake, Jake's a great athlete. Got to the sideline, had some really good blockers out here, but cut it back to gain about 10 more yards. Timeout taken, seven and a half to go in the first quarter. First and 10 for the L.A. offense from the Pickett County 38. Wildcats lead the Bobcats 7 nothing. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Back at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium, seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. It's first and ten for the L.A. offense from the Pickett County 38-yard line. And the Wildcats lead seven to nothing here on the campus of Livingston Academy. Jet sweep by uh, Jake Hughes on the last play. Went for 23 yards by Hughes there. Now Coleman gestures to the right hip. They're going to bring Parrott in motion. Gets past the quarterback, going right to left, and now a flag. Coffee under pressure, avoids the first guy. Throws into the flat to Parrott, finds him at the 35. Parrott at the 30, breaks the tackle at the 20, pushed out inside the 15. But we've got laundry all the way back here at the 45. And I believe the white hat is going to... Yep, it's on Livingston Academy. So. It's like Carson, Carson come in motion there and then turned up the field before the snap there. I believe that's what the White Hat currently relaying to Matt and Hauser. And he's now, I think he's telling his quarterback, Brody, you got to clap for that. You got to get that ball high before Parrott cuts up field. Not on uh, that one, seemingly not on Carson. That's the play design, is for him to turn that corner and go. Brody's just got to get the snap a little sooner. Yep. So they back this one up. Livingston Academy now first and 15 from the Pickett County 44 with 7.15 to go in the first quarter. Coffee in the gun. He's going to have three wide receivers out to his left, one in Will Brown out to his right, puts Coleman on his right hip, drops back, looking into the flat, instead goes across the middle and finds Jake Hughes again, and the ball's on the dirt. And who came up with it? Pickett County comes up with the football, but I think they're going to rule that an incomplete pass. And Pickett County's coaching staff is livid about it. Well, Brody threw that into a tight window right there. The defender had good coverage. It looked like he had his arm around around Jake there, and it looked like it hit the defender's arm and just hit the ground. I don't really know what uh, what their coach is jumping up and down about. The ball hit the ground. Jumping up and down, throwing hats around. It was uh, certainly they were unhappy about that call. Coffee in the gun now, third down or second and fifteen. I mean, he looks across the middle again. Can't find anybody. Everybody pretty well covered. Now looks in a scramble drill. Under throws a man. And they're going to say he caught it at the 30. Carson Parrott working back to the football. Makes a diving catch at the 30. And all of a sudden it goes from second and 15 to third and one. Hey, good job by Carson coming back to the ball there. He, he went on the street to come back as Brody was scrambling. Come back and made a great catch on the sidelines. So now third and one from the Pickett County 30 for the offense of L.A. Six and a half minutes to go, first quarter. They lead 7-0. Here's Coffee in the gun. Coleman on his left hip, takes the snap, hands off Trey Coleman. Trey Coleman at the 25. First contact at the 20 and goes down. Nice gang tackle by the Bobcats, and they're actually going to deem him all the way back at the 22. Still a first down, but... Nevertheless, great tackling there by Pickett County. Big hole right up the middle right there. And we can we can run up the middle all night if we wanted to. Good job by Trey picking up that first down. A couple of tough extra yards after the first contact. 
Coffee in the gun. He'll send Hughes and Bilbrey out to his left. He's got Parrott and Brown out to his right. Puts Coleman in motion now on his left hip. And now moves him to his right hip. Saw something in the defense there. Wanted the guy on his right. Now takes it. Hands off Coleman. No, he fakes it at the 25. The 20. Cuts him round a man. Good move. Goes down at the 10. Coffee with a beautiful juke and around the 13 to get an extra couple yards. And that's first down. Wildcats and puts them in first and goal with 5.38 to go in the first quarter. We faked everybody out, including you. You didn't know we had to Yeah, no, I had no idea. It was a great fake right there. Faked it to Trey Coleman. They just run around the edge. It was wide open. Yeah, beautiful job there. I I bought that. You bought that. Everybody. Mac bought everybody in the stadium, bought that fake, and he had real estate for days. See if they do it again. In the gun, takes it. This time does hand off Coleman. Coleman will break the first tackle with initial contact and then gets suplexed. At around the eight-yard line, so good job by Pickett County to make this drive a little bit tougher on the Wildcats. Five minutes to go, first quarter. It's second and goal from the Bobcats, seven. Wildcats knocking on the door of making it a two-score game. Coffee in the gun, sends Parrott, Hughes, and Bilbrey out to his left, Brown alone on the right. He'll put the running back, Coleman, on his right hip. Snap, and hands off Coleman. Coleman's got all kinds of real estate going over to the left, and they're going to blow this play dead. They call an offsides defense, and they blowed it dead. They blew it dead. Offsides on the defense and blew that dead. That would have been a touchdown, I believe, for Coleman. And so encroachment is what the official call is actually going to be, but you hate to see them blow that dead because it would have been a touchdown for Coleman. I didn't see him. I didn't see them jump, but it looked like they just lined up offside. If you line up offside, you don't, I guess I don't know the rule on that one. I thought you'd let the play go. Four and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. It'll be second goal now from the three because you got to go half the distance to the goal versus the five-yard penalty. Coffee in the gun, puts Coleman on his left hip, and now he'll look to sprint out to the left, and it's blown dead again. Offsides again. And we've got another flag and another offsides. So half the distance to the goal again. Ball will be at the one-and-a-half-yard line. And i, I got to be honest with you. The offensive coaches over here to our left, they're a little frustrated. They're like, can't we just score? I mean, that's the attitude almost. Of like, we don't care if they're offsides. Just let us in. Let us score. Yeah, that's, that last one was about a two-yard, about a yard-and-a-half penalty. And ball moves half the distance to the goal again. So now at the one-and-a-half-yard line, it's second and goal for the Wildcat offense. Coffee in the gun. Will he keep it himself? He will. Quarterback draw. Avoids a couple tacklers, and he's in the end zone. So a beautiful, that 60-yard drive there by the Livingston Academy offense. And pending the extra point, they make it 14 nothing. With four minutes to go in the first quarter. And they'll line up for the kick now. Coffee the holder. Of course, Watson the kicker. They'll kick this over the field house. He puts it in the air. It's a low kick. Just barely clears the fence. It's good. And again, 14-0 Wildcats over the Bobcats. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. 
Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Watson trotting out there to kick off again. 14-0, Livingston Academy, and four minutes to go in the first quarter. See where Watson decides to put this one. Does he give him a chance to return it, or do we see Pickett County have to, excuse me, have to uh, settle for a touchback yet again? Try to get. You always want to get a touchback. Cade Thomas is back near the kick now. He's a he's a really really good athlete. You know, just kick it away from him. Just kick it in the end zone. Let them start at the twenty. Watson ready to go. Boots it. Heading for Thomas, and it'll come down at around the two. Thomas will field it at the ten. He's at the fifteen. Broke a couple tackles. No. Seth Smith found a way to take him down along with Jordan Geist. Good job by them, and they bring him down at the 16. <laughs> that is where the ball will begin for the Pickett County offense. Good job there by Geis. He got the initial contact, slowed him down, and uh, Seth come in, wrapped him up, made the tackle. One Bank, the One Bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat Sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Remember, this is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And now looks like for the first time Miller's going to be in the gun with Thomas in the backfield. So maybe trying to help him out, give him a little more time. Dropping back out of the gun and more time didn't help him much. Uh, Kind of a screen pass there. Miller was taken down ever quickly by Jordan Geist, uh, but somehow got that one into the flat on a screen to his tight end and will lose a yard. I don't know if that looked like he was trying to throw it to the sidelines. Guys hit him, and as he hit him, his arm was coming forward. It just went straight to the tight end right there. No, uh, I guess he lost a yard right there. Good job by guys getting, getting pretty t- penetration. Counts as a completion nonetheless, so Miller will at least have that going for him. Uh, we'll give you a quick update here on Matt Dial in a moment after this play. Dropping back, Miller will hand it off on a deep handoff, and I believe they lose another two yards due to the Bobcats. A beautiful job there by a cluster of Wildcats. Not sure who got there first. Can always say Seth Smith. He's in on every play, it seems, here tonight. Yeah, Seth Smith is in there along with uh, Adam Richards in the backfield. I promise you guys an update. Matt Dial uh, currently still sitting on the trainer's table. They've now taped up his knee, covered in in ice. Uh, and so do not expect to see Matt Dial again uh, in this ball game. Miller is in the gun yet again, running back Thomas in the backfield, drops back looking, overthrows his intended target, and that'll be incomplete on third and ten, making it fourth and ten from their own 17-yard line. Yeah, he's dropping back. He's, he's been hit several times. He's just dropping back, just threw that one off his back foot. Wasn't even close to the receiver. So another punt here, and 
Livingston Academy this time not going to give you a choice. Daniel Bilbury, the only man back here to receive the punt. He stands around the Pickett County 48, make it 49. And now he's going to back up a little bit more to the 50 itself. I'm going to make a prediction. If he catches it right here, he's taking it to the house. We're going to the house. Okay, it's a beautiful Colquitt-style punt. He catches the 50 and can't beat the first man. What a job. We've got a flag all the way back here at the 20. And I'm going to be honest with you, that might be one of the most egregious things I've ever seen. Caden Weitzel had a man laying on top of him backing around the 20-yard line. And that's exactly what we talk about normally with Livingston. Why are you even doing that if you're Pickett County? The play is way away from you. Oh, they're calling oh I'm sorry. They're calling that on Caden Weitzel. Okay. He may have, must have pulled him down must on top of him. pulled him down on top of him. Either way, after going down right at the 50-yard line, Bilbury on a nice tackle by the Bobcat defender. And now he'll be taken back another 10 yards. So Flags at the 17. Daniel caught it at the 50. So 33 yards away from the play. And, and Kate, apparently Caden Weitzel was holding. Can't confirm, folks. What I can confirm is that there were two guys laying down at the 17, and Weitzel was the one underneath the Pickett County uh, blocker. Either way, coffee in the gun, two wide receivers to either side. Finally going to see Jackson Bowles. He's gestured to the left hip of coffee, and Bowles will be faked out. A throw into the flat to Bilbury, and Bilbury will try to take off up the sideline and just finds his way to the 45 for about a five-yard gain. I don't know if uh, looked like they had a screen pass set up to this side. We had two offensive linemen and bowls on this side of the field, and Brody threw it to the opposite side. I don't know. Maybe trying to fake them out, I guess. Formation, same as before. Hughes and Bilbury to the left, Parrott and Brown here to the right. You're going to have Bowles in the backfield again, this time on the right hip. He is motioned by Coffee. Coffee takes the shotgun snap, dropping back again, looking, throws into the flat to Bowles. Bowles has to avoid the first tackler, can't do it, and the ball is on the field again. So instead of being at around the 50 and a first down, the fumble is recovered at the 48, and that'll actually make it third and about two uh, for the Livingston Academy offense. And Folks, I'll tell you what, no matter how much you win this one by, Madden Hauser's going to have a conversation about ball security after this one. That's the third one we've seen on the ground tonight. One of them we lost. One minute to go, first quarter, third and one officially for the Wildcat offense. Coffee in the gun, Bulls in the backfield on his left hip. I would suspect a run here, but we'll see. Coffee is going to drop back. He's looking under pressure, and they got to him. Another fumble, diving on it is Bowles back at the 40. And I'll tell you what, folks, 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. Wildcats lead 14-0, but this was not a good offensive series. The Pickett County Bobcats are, are certainly taking advantage right now of Livingston Academy. Just sloppy right there. Didn't pick up the defensive end on the far side for Pickett County. We didn't pick him up, and Brody dropped back to throw and didn't have time to throw it. He just knocked it out of his hands. Play clock is at 23. Game clock's at 15. So uh, Wildcats won't have to run a play here to end the first quarter. And Matten Hauser is frustrated, to say the least. Livingston Academy head coach. Uh, I don't know if he had a score in mind at the end of the first quarter, but I can tell you he didn't have four fumbles in mind for the first quarter. 
End of the first. It'll be fourth and ten when we come back. 14-0. The Wildcats lead the Bobcats here at Tom Davis Memorial Stadium. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Brody Coffee takes the shotgun snap, looks deep, and finds Jake Hughes, but Hughes will drop it at the 25. Would have been a first down by a country mile, but it's a drop instead by Hughes. And Pickett County will be able to take over offensively at the Livingston Academy 40-yard line. That's a great throw there by Brody. Dropped just like the first throw of the game to Will Brown. Just dropped it right above him. Just went right through Jake's hand. So the Wildcat defense back out on the field. Wildcats lead 14-0 with 11.52 to go in the first half. It'll be first and 10 for the Bobcats offense from the Livingston Academy 40-yard line. Dropping back is Miller, having to roll to his left, and now he's just going to take off, and he is tackled at the 40 by the Wildcats. After the scramble, he gets back to the original line of scrimmage, no gain, and looks like we've got a man down for Pickett County on the backside of the play. I didn't see. Is that Will Brown, or was that? Uh, I believe it was Will Brown on the Will tackle. Will Brown or Braden Story. Maybe Braden Story come in there to make the tackle. 11.39 to go, first half. Pickett County, second and 10 from the L.A. 40. The Wildcats leading 14-0. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Bobcats still down on the far side of the field, backside of the previous play in which Caden Miller was no gain on a scramble out to the left, laying near the 40-yard line and near the visitor's sideline. Wildcats lead 14-0 with 11.39 to go in the first half. Second and nine, ball on the uh, LA 39-yard line. 
and it has been already quite a night. Four fumbles for the Livingston Academy Wildcats. One of them they have lost. Uh, This is just, uh, this is not the game we expected, David Ledbetter, and, and certainly when you look at it, you just start to wonder, is this a product of being 1-25 in your last 26 games? This L.A. team just doesn't feel like they're a team that can come out and put a team away quickly and easily and put the pressure on Pickett County. Well, we talked about it earlier also. Or could it be we're looking for York next week? Maybe. Yeah. Also could be that you underestimated, you completely looked past tonight's opponent on homecoming, got distracted by the festivities, thinking about the Dragons coming in here next week. Now here's Miller in the gun. He's Play got a running back on either side, and that's going to be a delay of game. Play clock ran down to zero. Coming out of the injury timeout, Pickett County uh, didn't have a lot of haste to get to the football, and so that'll back them up five yards, make it second and 14 for the Bobcat offense with 11-12 to go in the first half, and the ball now on the L.A. 44, excuse me. Same formation. It's high over the head nearly of Miller. He somehow corrals it and then just tried to take off on the run. But he is bottled up quickly and with authority by, looks like, Adam Richards and John Hill, the two men who got him down way back past the 50 at the Pickett County 46. Yeah, Livingston Academy's defensive line uh, uh, looks like uh, John Hill. Like I said, John Hill and I believe Adam Richards. Yeah, Adam Richards, those three up front right there. Great penetration, have been all night, just making him quarterback. As soon as he gets the snap, he's either going to hand it off or throw it because they're in the backfield. 10.25 to go, first half. It's third and 24 for the offensive Pickett County. Man under center is Miller. He's going to drop back, looking into the flat. Immediately they're in the backfield, intercepted. He overthrew his intended target, Trey Coleman. The man with the hands who makes the interception at the 45 and hands the Livingston Academy offense extremely positive field position. Good job, Trey, right there reading that little screen pass set out. He just We had one guy in front of the receiver. Trey Coleman was behind him. He overthrew it and went and landed right in Trey's lap. 10.09 to go in the first half. It's first and 10 now for the Wildcats offense who... Uh, stalled out, did not look great on their last drive. See if they can come up with points right here. They lead 14-0 with just over 10 minutes to go in the first half. Coffee in the gun. He's going to have Bowles directly behind him in the backfield. Three men to his right, one man in Bilbury out to his left, and now we've got a whistle. That 12. Don't see any laundry, but, oh, it's back here. The back judge threw it, my fault, and does look like Pickett County. Going to have 12 men on the field. So that'll be five free yards for the Wildcats offense. And it'll be first and five from the Pickett County 40, I believe. Let's see, 41 from the Pickett County 41 with a 14-0 lead. Same formation. And again, now going to have a timeout, Pickett County. All right. Bobcats take a timeout. 10.09 to go first half. First and five for the Wildcats, leading 14-0 on the Pickett County 41. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. 
Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Ten oh nine to go, first half, first and five for the Wildcats offense at the Pickett County 41. And it's a 14-0 Wildcat lead here for Livingston Academy. Brody Coffee in the gun, has Bowles directly behind him. He sends three wide receivers to his right, Bilberry alone on his left, puts Bowles now on his left hip and takes the snap. Fakes the handoff, throws across the middle to Bilberry. It's underthrown, and Daniel Bilberry might have been making a house call if that one's on target. Yeah, he threw that low a little bit to Daniel right there. If he catches that, there's nobody in the middle of the field. He's gone. So 10.04 to go after the incompletion. It'll be second and five now for the Livingston Academy offense. Still sloppy, though. Just sloppy. Let's Right now, let's just hand it to Jackson Bowles, and let's just see if we can impose our will in the run game. Attempt to matriculate down the field. Coffee in the gun. It's going to be a man, Bowles, on his left hip. They bring Hughes in motion. Hughes is going to try the jet sweep again, and he's got real estate. At the 40, avoids a tackler at the 35, and goes down at the 35, but not before he gains a Wildcats first down. Pick up of 11 there by Jake. Good job just getting him out in space. That's what we always talk about, get your athletes out in space. Clock now will tick under 9 minutes and 50 seconds to go. First half, it's first and 10 now from the Pickett County 35 with a 14-0 lead for the Wildcats. In the gun is Coffee. three wide receivers this time out to his left and one in Parrott, I believe. No, that's Will Brown out alone to his right. He's going to throw to Parrott, though, in the flat on the left side at the 35, the 30, inside the 25 to the 22, and it's another Livingston Academy Wildcat first down. And I want to give a shout-out to, I believe it was Jake Hughes, with a beautiful block here to really set Carson up on the edge. Yeah, a good seal there by Jake and also a good throw there by Brody. That's a, that's a tough pass, a little swing pass there to your wide receiver. You Got to get it out front of him so he can get his momentum going. Good job there by Brody throwing it out in front of him, letting Carson go get it. Brody in the gun, wide receivers, two to either side, puts Bowles on his left hip. Shotgun snap. Coffee checks the defense, now drops back, looking. Across the middle and nearly intercepted. Carson Parrott never turned around. I don't know what Carson was looking to block or if he was he's 10 yards down the field there. He threw it to Carson on like look, a slant, but Carson never turned his head. to look, almost got picked off there. Incompletion stops the clock. 9.16 to go. First half, ball in the Pickett County 22. And it's second and ten for a Wildcats offense that, as you kind of mentioned a moment ago, just doesn't feel like it can get in any kind of rhythm. We've not really run the ball. We have, uh, uh, we've only had three rushes just up the middle. The rest of them has been jet sweeps. Coffee in the gun again, dropping back, looking, has some blockers, throws into the end zone. Bilberry's back there, but it's out of bounds. Over through Bilberry who by the time he got hands on the football was outside the end zone. And that makes it third and ten with 9.09 to go 
in the first half. It's one of those passes where you tell Brody, throw it to the back corner pylon right there, try to hit the pylon with it, and he just threw it a little bit too far and too, too far outside for Daniel to get it in bounds. A little to the left there for Coffee. 14-0, no Wildcats leading, 9.09 to go in the first half. Here's Coffee in the gun, two wide receivers to either side. Bowles will be on his left hip. Looks to take the snap, does, hands off Bowles. Bowles through the middle, big hole, and with the burst, finds himself inside the 10 to about the 7. And that's what you just got done talking about. Why are we trying to throw the ball? Just hand it off. You're getting 15, 10, 15 yards a clip. Yeah, just a huge hole there by the offensive line. Huge. Right up the middle. Just hand it right up the middle to Bowles. He gained, what, uh, 14 yards on that play. It's there all night if we want it. And I understand, too, getting Brody some, trying to get Brody some throws, get a little confidence before, you know, you get after coming off the Upperman game with a few incompletions there, getting some completions, but let's just run the ball in right here. The handoff to Bowles, this time off tackle to the right, has to plow through a couple defenders, and I don't believe he got in the end zone, finds himself going down at the one, and looks like they're going to try out the go. jumbo yes, package. Sir. Yes, sir. I'd love to see it. Love to see the big guys out there to block, lead the way for them. 8-14 and ticking down to go in the first half. It'll be second and goal from the one. 14-0 Wildcats, but anticipating a handoff here behind the big dogs. It'll either be Bowles or a quarterback draw for Coffee. Colin Watzel and Drew Goolsby in this. Extra lineman here, hand off to Bowles. Bowles is the man who will take it, and did he cross the plane? He did. I want to give Pickett County some credit. Met him at the goal line and drove him backwards, but the forward progress carries him across the goal line. Touchdown, Wildcats. It's more like it right there. Just, just run it right down their throat. The extra point incoming. The extra point is up, and again, Dylan Watson, it is good. So make it 21-0 Wildcats with 7.50 to go in this cat fight. They lead Pickett County in the second quarter. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Dylan Watson again kicks off from his own 47.50 to go in the second quarter. It's 21-0. Wildcats leading the Bobcats of Pickett County. And let's see if Watson puts this one through the end zone or if we'll get a return out of the Bobcats for the second straight kickoff. Kick is up. It's low and driving yet again. Watson doing a good job to keep that low, but it's fielded in the end zone by the Bobcat returner, and that'll be a touchback. 
And I'm, in, I'm, I'm curious to, to know if that's a strategy because we know that Dylan could get that ball a lot higher and maybe even deeper, but he seems to be kicking line drives and still still finding the end zone. Three kickoffs. First one was in the end zone. The next two were right at the one. This last one bounced at the one end of the end zone for a touchback. So get it right there at the one or in the end zone. You'll take that every time. Here comes the Bobcat offense for the fourth time tonight. Miller under center. High formation behind him. Fullback, halfback. And somebody jumped. I'm not sure if it was the defense or if he got triggered by an offensive lineman. Backside judge over there on the far sideline is saying that is offsides. And I believe that is on the big man, uh, Kanan Williamson. Yeah, Kanan and uh, got uh, Matthew Slayton. Also... Uh, John Hill there on the defensive line, and Canaan's right there in front of the football again. We talked about this last week. Football's right in front of you. You know, when it moves, you move. Under center again, second or first and five now as he turns and hands to the fullback and maybe making up for it a little bit, slowing it down where the interior defensive lineman, and it'll be cleaned up by Deacon Allred. And he is joined by, I want to say, uh, Rocco Carwile actually coming down from the safety position. A gain of a yard though, second and four for the Bobcat offense from their own 26. And by the time they break the huddle, it's under 7.20 to go in the first half. 21 nothing. the Wildcats lead the Bobcats. 7.10 to go now as the bunch formation again with Miller under center, turns. Fakes the handoff to the fullback and hands off to the running back. That's Thomas. And Thomas will fight forward for about a yard. And we've got some laundry. And a Pickett County offensive lineman was down. He'll now get up. But let's see what the call is. They have holding here against Pickett County. Holding on the Bobcats. So it'll go from second, or excuse me, it'll go from third and four to about third or second and nine. I'm all kinds of confused on my downs here. Second and nine for the Bobcat offense with under seven minutes to go in the first half. Well, they backed them up ten, so it'll be from the spot of the foul, be second about uh, 11 here. So after the spot of the foul, second and 11 in the gun now is Miller. He'll take the shotgun snap. It's over his head. He's trying to recover it back at his own five. He does, but he is immediately gang-tackled. And in on that tackle were John Hill and a host of others. 6.42 to go in the second quarter. 21-0 Wildcats. And they're saying, that, they're saying L.A. came up with that football. A bit of a break here for the Wildcats offense. They get set up at the Pickett County six-yard line with 6.42 to go in the first half. I thought he motioned that Pickett County got it back, but it looked like uh, looked like Seth Smith come up with a fumble recovery. They are going to say Seth comes up with it, and so the offense now with first and goal at the six. Big They're package gonna, in again. I was going to say immediately go to the jumbo package. Uh, looks like in the backfield, with coffee is uh, is that a 58? They hand the ball off to 59. Excuse me, Colin Weitzel 
Colin Weitzel, the rumbling, bumbling offensive lineman touchdown. We got another big man score for the second game in a row, David yeah, Ledbetter. Coach Hauser, he said last night on his on his uh, interview with you that that kind of opens up a can of worms. Now you've got other linemen wanting to play quarterback and, and running back, and but hey, you love to see it. Love to see these, these linemen get an opportunity to punch one in. It is up, the extra point, and it is good. So with 6.37 to go in the first half, 28-0 Wildcats. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Colin Weitzel burst into the end zone with an offensive lineman touchdown, and it's 6.37 to go in the first half, and Watson again with a chance to kick off right here. Another touchback would be good. This might be the last time we see Dylan kick one off. We got to see Tripp last week. Tripp done a great job. We might see Tripp on the next kickoff. Watson, this one is going to be high and come down at about the 10. Fielded by Pickett County. The kickoff coverage will force him out at the, watching the near side judge here, at the 27? 26. I did not think he got that far. Generous, generous spot right there. 6.32 to go in the first half. It's 28-0 now. For the Wildcats, after uh, a beautiful drive, capped by a Bulls touchdown, coming off an interception. Then the very next drive, it was a fumble recovery by L.A. that turned into a Colin Weitzel score. So last two touchdowns coming off turnovers. Yeah. That's always good to see. Pickett County now will huddle it up. They'll break the huddle. 6.32 on the clock in the first half. First and 10 from their own 25-yard line. And it is 28-0 Wildcats. The ball is uh, is moving even between plays. Yeah, started at the 26, Believe so. now it's at the 25. 25, dropping back, and this is going to be the backup quarterback fumble. it looked like. And a fumble again as he tried to go for a forward pass. I believe Pickett County will recover it. But it'll be back at their own 17, so a loss of 7. No, Eight, right? 25, five, three more, eight. Minus eight. Elementary school math, ladies the, uh, and gentlemen. I didn't see the number of the quarterback that's in there. What, 16? 21. 21. And now it's back to being uh, Miller. Miller, thank you. Back to being Caden Miller. Under six minutes to go, second and 18, Miller in the gun. Miller takes the shotgun snap again, immediately under pressure. Under oh, it, and Jake Hughes. With another drop, Hughes is going to beat himself up after this one. Dropped a 
what would have been a touchdown on offense and then just dropped what would have been probably a pick six on defense. Oh, if he catches that from the, he's at the 20 and there is nothing but green grass in front of him and the Hall Guy logo in the end zone. He, Jake just threw his mouthpiece to the sideline and just come walking out. He, some, of, some of his teammates there are kind of letting him have it a little bit. He is certainly frustrated with himself over here now near the 50 having a conversation with Will Brown. Pickett County offense, meanwhile, after the incompletion, third and 18 from their own 17 with 5.43 to go in the first half. It's 28-0. Wildcats leading the Bobcats. Miller under pressure in the shotgun, throws into the flat, and it's dropped by his wide receiver, gets out of bounds, and that'll be probably another punt here for Pickett County. Yes, they trot the punter out. And let's see where Bilbury lines up to field this one. Is he waiting? I'm also trying to see. He just waved off Caden Weitzel. <laughs> I need you to know Daniel Bilbury just looked at Caden Weitzel and basically said what I can only assume was, don't you dare come back here to field this punt. Me and me alone, Caden Weitzel. He's back at his uh, at the Pickett County about 44 where his heels will sit. The punt is back, fielded well. It's kicked high. Bilbury will come up with it. Is he going to field it? He tried to field it at the 40 and then decided better of it. And it's going to be picked up by Pickett County, and nobody blew a whistle. So I think they're going to try to call this a muff and a Pickett County touchdown. No, Livingston never touched the ball. Daniel never touched the ball. He looked like he was going after it, and the defender for Pickett County actually tried to push Daniel into the ball. But they're going to mark it dead right there. Daniel never did touch the ball. They're going to mark it dead. Pickett County is going to be unhappy with that. But I believe that's not just the right call, folks. Let me be very clear. It's not just that that's the right call. He never touched it. It is down. But I want to give the referees credit. They weren't 100% sure, so they let the play play out and then had a conversation. That's what I love to see. Don't blow the play dead. Let the thing, let it play itself out, then come back and make a decision. Yeah, it's easier to do that in a college pro game because they have instant replay. But high school, they don't have that. But they still, it's, it's a good job by the, the referee crew there. Let it play out, and then the the side judge over here coming in said, no, he never touched the ball, so it's down at their Livingston Academy ball. So L.A. football after a bit of a weirdness, but that's all right. 5-10 to go, first half. First and 10 from their own, or from the Pickett County 41. Coffee will take it, hands off Coleman. Coleman through the hole, won't break the first tackle. A good job to wrestle him down at the 36, a gain of five. Good run right there by Trey, good hard run. Trey, Trey's a good north and south runner. He hit the hole hard right there. Uh, got, got putting a headlock for the tackle there. Good job by Trey of of holding on to the ball because they had one guy coming in trying to strip it. little WWE action there. Two wide receivers out to the right, one out to the left in Rocco Carwile. Coffee takes the shotgun snap with the running back Coleman on his left hip. Hands off Coleman. Coleman with a burst. He's, He's at the 30, the 20, 15, 10, 5, into the Hawkeye. Touchdown Wildcats. Great run right there by Trey. Run it right up the middle. Big hole and then cuts it to the outside and and looked like uh, uh, looked like Brody or Braden Story there 
outside there, just kind of screened off his guys to keep him from making the tackle on Trey. Good that job is there, correct. Beautiful job. We're going to let, looks like they're going to let uh, Watson kick this extra point just to guarantee us the 35 nothing. It will. It is up and good. And that, I would assume, will be the last time that we see uh, Dylan Watson. Ford. I'm looking, looking for Trey down here to see if he's going to kick off. 425 to go first half. 35 nothing Wildcats at Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Well, folks, Dylan Watson is still going to participate in the kickoff here. He'll kick off from his own 40, so... Maybe just a first-half decision. Let him close out the first half. 425 to go in the second quarter. And, of course, barring a Pickett County score of any kind, uh, we are set up 35-0. Wildcats leading for a running clock in the second. The kick back, fielded at the 7, past the 10, past the 20, and this time definitely got past the 25, I believe. And the near side judge here will walk it all the way to the 28. Looks like a late flag coming in there. Jordan Geis with a big hit there on the sidelines, but he may have been out of bounds. It may get called with a personal foul late hit. We'll find out momentarily. There is laundry over there on the Pickett County sideline. And let's see if that's the call. You would assume that for it to be in that spot that there's only one call you could be making, and that is late hit, unnecessary roughness, something along those lines on a Wildcat player. And that's a that's a tough it's tough for the defender because you're looking at the runner and he's still running full speed even though he's out of bounds. And Jordan with a big hit there, but he was he was about a foot out of bounds. He had offsetting penalties, unsportsmanlike against uh, Pickett County. So maybe somebody on the sideline there for Pickett County got a little got a little pushy and antsy as well. So offsetting personal foul penalties on both sides. And actually to be more clear, looks like it's going to be a personal foul on Livingston Academy. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Pickett County. And they have to walk them both off, I believe. Yep. So, so you walk off the 15, then you'll walk back the, I believe it's another 15, but it may be 10. And now they're going to gesture for him to walk back. And he's conferring with the white hat where am i going back to just gonna go back to the spot where he run out of bounds yes sir so the ball will officially go at the pickett county 28 yard line that is where the bobcats will take over offensively for 16 to go in the first half and they trail 35 nothing here at livingston academy Got Mark Ogletree in at defensive tackle here. Uh, did get the uh, Slayton beside him. Up ball start there by Pickett County. 
Pinky County jumps and will back it up another five yards. <laughs> Rocco Carwile dancing out there. Did a little did a little jig to make sure everyone knew it was going backwards. Well the kid the the slot receiver took off and he was five yards down the field before the referee even blew the whistle. So, Rocco was kind of why, why are we waiting on to blow a whistle here? Pickett County backs it up another five yards, make it first and fifteen for the Bobcats. Four and four sixteen to go in the first half. Thirty-five nothing. The Wildcats are leading here in the first half. Got Dylan York in also at the defensive end on the right side. Miller just going to turn and hand the ball off, and immediately bottled up is Thomas in the backfield. I believe he lost a yard there. Matthew Slate there. Good job of Matthew. And they're going to determine no gain. They're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage. So second and 15 for the Bobcat offense. And all right, now they're awarding him a yard. Second and 14. I think the, the football may have legs on it or something. It keeps moving out there. Second and 14 from their own 24. Miller will be under the center again. I formation, turns, fakes the handoff to the fullback, hands off to the running back, and Thomas is again bottled up in the backfield, and we'll find out if the football decides that it wants to be no gain or a yard. It looks like he lost a yard on that one. That was uh, Slate again, a loss also with uh, Jackson Bowles and Dylan York in the backfield for the tackle. No gain on the play, third and 14. I'm just going to start adding a yard to every call. I'm just going to say, well, I thought he lost a yard, so it's no gain. I thought he had no gain, so it's a yard. thought he lost two, so he only lost one. Pad, the, pad the stats. We're going to pad it a little bit. Miller in the gun, takes a low snap, looking, has a man in the flat, and a good job to get about three yards there, running out into the middle of the field before he's brought down by a gang of Wildcats. And that will make it fourth and about 12 for the Bobcat offense. Two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter, and they'll send Daniel Bilbury back to receive the punt. I'm not going to call it like I did earlier with Daniel taking it to the house. That's because the last time I don't think Daniel even touched it. Well, the punt before oh, that. Oh, no, that yeah. was the punt before that yeah. where he got tackled, he got tackled at tackled the 50. For no gain. At the 50 for no gain. Punt is in the air. Bilbury's got a, a backpedal all the way back to the 40. He fields it and now takes off. Maybe to the wrong side of the field that the 45 doesn't even get back to the 50, and we've got another late hit, it seems. Flag on the field. Yeah, Daniel went to the short side of the field right there, and they had a good uh, had a good defense was already over there. The good pursuit right there by Pickett County. I heard somebody say uh, earlier, I believe it was, I uh, want to give the, the shout-out to the right people. I believe it's a show called Read and React on SEC Network. But I heard something uh, really interesting. I think it was Roman Harrison that said it. On a punt or a kickoff, if you're not sure how to just run to the opposing team's sideline, because they always like that's how good punt returns happen is they run to their sideline, they kick six, anything like that. So clearly, Daniel Bilberry should have came towards us here in the home press box. Instead, goes away from us. Does get a late hit drawn? No, it's uh, they got holding on Livingston. Oh, they got holding on Livingston. Well, you know what, folks? What are you gonna do? I Clearly, tonight is just one of those nights where the ball is going to decide what it wants to do. Doesn't matter what I say. Got Jamie Mansell in on the offensive line here. Got uh, get a couple of more numbers here. Just a second. 
Bowls and coffee in the backfield, and we're going to have, I believe, a timeout called, is it by Pickett County? It is. Pickett County on the timeout. When we come back, we'll get you those updates on the O-line. 2.05 to go first half, 35-0 Wildcats, first and 10 from their own 38. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender 205 to go second quarter first and 10 from their own 38 35 nothing wildcats and david ledbetter you were getting some numbers for us offensive line nathan hargis is center jordan thicklin jamie mantle canaan or excuse me dawson ledbetter and look like jordan geist maybe coffee takes a shotgun snap breaks a couple tackles after a fake handoff to the running back Gets himself past the 45, past the 50, goes down on the other side of the 50 at the Pickett County 48-yard line. So first down Wildcats as the clock will begin to tick, and we're going to have a wild a Bobcat, excuse me, down at the uh, 46 or so. Excuse me, that's Colin Watzel in at uh, right guard. Bobcat is down, so 35 nothing Wildcats with... 154 to go in the first half, and it's first and 10 from the Bobcat 48 for the Livingston Academy offense. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Bobcat still down at the uh, Livingston Academy 46 or 47 yard line. 154 to go in the second half or in the second quarter. First and 10 for the Wildcats offense at the Pickett County 48 yard line. And with all three timeouts, the Wildcats lead 35 nothing over the Bobcats. Uh, Bobcats are out of timeouts for those curious. Again, with 154 to go in the first half. Make sure I got these names right here. Let's see. Make sure that is right. Yeah, Ficklin. Nathan Hargis, uh, Dawson Ledbetter, uh, Jamie Mansell, and I just messed the other one up again. Five is the – that's Gage Hoffman at the tight end yeah. position. Dylan York was in last time at tight end. Now Gage Hoffman's come back. Hoffman here. gestures back out oh, to the Dylan, right side. Dylan's tailback. Dylan's is the tailback. Yes, sir. Dylan York, the tailback on the left hip of coffee. Shotgun snap. Looking to the flat for Bilberry. Now goes deep. Trying to find Hughes again. Oh. Out of bounds. This time Hughes will make the catch, but just a bit out of bounds on the throw there by Coffee. Great throw there by Brody. Just let it hit him right in stride, but Jake just barely out of bounds. So after the incompletion, 132 to go in the first half. 
second and ten for the Wildcat offense, leading 35 nothing. Brody, Brody's thrown the ball really well tonight. A couple of low passes. That one down here in the, on the slant to Daniel was a little bit low, but he's thrown a really nice deep ball tonight. He has been fairly accurate. Even when he misses, it's just a yard or two uh, seemingly out of bounds, just trying to lead a guy a little too much. Coffee with a man on his right hip. That's York again. Looking. Does he find a man? He's under pressure. He escapes. Now he goes deep under through the target. It's popped up in the air and incomplete. And now laying on the dirt, Will Brown will get up. Uh, but that might be, we may have just a little bit of a broadcaster curse there. That was the first time that we've seen a, a pretty dangerous and inaccurate pass. Yeah, not a, not a good decision there for Brody because when he stepped up the pocket, the middle of the field was wide open. He could have took off running for 15 to 20 yards. So now after that incompletion, third and ten for the Wildcats offense. Uh, 123 to go in the second quarter. Ball still on the Pickett County 48-yard line, and the Wildcats do lead 35-0 as we approach halftime. Coffee in the gun. He's going to send three men, Bilberry, Parrott, and Brown out to his uh, right. Nobody to his left. Bit of a jumbo package in front of him with York on his left hip. Coffee will take the shotgun snap. Looking for the tight end who leaked out. Hoffman fakes a man out at the 30, 20, 10, 5. Gage Hoffman makes a move, and it's a Madden-style touchdown to the Hogeye. Great move right there by Gage Hoffman. Safety come over to to make the tackle, and Gage just planted that foot, made a cut, and went right around him. Gage Hoffman finds six, and that is a 48-yard scamper for the pass from Coffee to Hoffman. And now Dylan Watson going to get to cap off maybe his night with another extra point. High snap, gets it down. It is up, and it is good. 42-0 Wildcats lead the Bobcats with 1.12 to go in the first half. Watson, extra point attempt. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. One twelve to go, first half, 42-0, the Wildcats lead Pickett County here for homecoming at Livingston Academy, and one more time, Dylan Watson will kick it off from his own 40, and LA has started to find what we thought they would have from the beginning, a bit of a slow start, David Ledbetter, but Seemingly on these last couple drives uh, with the turnovers and then obviously the offensive uh, success, more what we were expecting. Yeah, we talked about it pregame, you know, all the homecoming stuff, a little bit of a distraction, late start, a little bit of a late start there, just kind of a slow start by the Livingston Academy offense, but they got it going now. Watson brings it down at around the five on the kick, and the returner will find his way to the 
before he goes down and got to be careful there. Nearly got a flag on, I believe, Jordan Geist, who kind of stood over the returner there a little bit at the end. Yeah, Jordan made a made a great hit and a great tackle right there, but just help him up, get off the field, let's go and play defense. Hovered a slight bit. 50.8 seconds to go in the first half. Ball on the Pickett County 19. Bobcats offense first and 10, trailing 42 nothing. And just for reference, last week, Pickett County on the road at Cumberland County for the Jets' homecoming fell 63 to nothing. Miller drops back, immediately under pressure, will escape a few people, makes a good move, throws across the middle, intercepted at the 30, at the 25, at the 20, inside the 15, forced out of bounds, and we're going to get a flag, a couple flags, three flags. A lot of laundry there. I don't know if the refs have any flags left in their pockets. Braden Story with the interception there. What a job by Braden Story and a chance to maybe extend the lead. So Story with the INT at the Pickett County 35 returns it. All the way inside the 15. Have not seen a an official marking yet. We'll see what the calls are. Got a face mask on Pickett County. A block in the back on Livingston Academy. There's got to be like six penalties. There's six flags laying on the field. At least. There were several of them. So you've got targeting, targeting on Pickett County. You've got a block in the back on Livingston Academy. And sportsmanlike un- conduct. Sportsmanlike conduct. A face mask. A face mask. There's a lot happening in that interception. Everything on that interception. So let's see. They're going to have to walk each of them off. That's a rule. <laughs> it is. It is. And, That's and crazy. To be, but... And to be honest, with this many flags, I kind of want to walk them all off because I might. You might confuse yourself trying to do the math. Well, listen right here. You, you can literally take, see the, uh, the referee, calculator out there. The, for the referee up here in the booth is on the. He's got the the kind of the walkie out. Trying to tell them, okay, so you got to go here, then go there. So officially now, Coffee and the offense take over at the Pickett County 22. Shotgun snap, handoff to a big man. I believe that's Dylan, Dylan York. York. Yep. York. Oh, man, a bowling ball. Dylan York breaks about four tackles, looking like none other than Marshawn Lynch, and he's in the end zone. Back to the Hawkeye Wildcats. What a run there by Dylan. He broke four or five tackles there for that touchdown. Great run. What an unbelievable run there by York. And, uh, boys, y'all got to stop. I'm running out of room to write it down here. I got all this room in the second half. Uh, Maybe I should have given myself more first half room. That's on me. But Dylan York with a rumble and bumble and a bit of a bowling ball approach as he broke about eight tackles on his way into the hog eye. That'll make it 49-0 Wildcats. First uh, 25.6 seconds to go in the first half. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes... 
trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Back where it is 48 to nothing. Livingston Academy, 49, excuse me, I'm missing a point. 49 to nothing. Livingston Academy with 25 and a half seconds to go in the first half. And now we're going to see a backup kicker. It's Sujal Patel who kicks this one off. It's going to be coming down low with the 25 and fielded and fell on at the 25. So Patel with the kick there. And now they'll send the defense out onto the field. 24.2 seconds left in the first half. 49-0 Wildcats over the Bobcats. Got uh, Frankie Guerrero in on the defensive line along with Mark Ogletree. Got John Hill and uh, Dylan York. Man, they just made the a long touchdown run in on the defensive line. Pickett County here. We'll see if they even attempt to play or will they just take a knee and try to head into halftime, lessening the damage. It's spreading them out. Going to spread them out, yeah. Miller in the gun, two running backs in the backfield, two wide receivers to his right, one out near the sideline to his left. Miller will take the shotgun snap. It's off his chest on the ground. He picks it up. And is immediately wrestled to the dirt inside the 20 at the 19. And the clock will run, and Pickett County will not get another playoff. A sack there for Livingston Academy. And that, I believe, will end the first quarter unless they're going to try to hike this. Oh, my gosh, they quick snap it. Miller looking, throws into the flat, and he is brought down at the 15 by Trey Coleman, the wide receiver for the Bobcats, tackled by Coleman. And that will be the end of the first half. 49 to nothing. Livingston Academy at the end of the second quarter. It's halftime at Livingston Academy with the Wildcats leading 49-0 over the Bobcats in this cat fight. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game, sponsored by... 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue. On the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. By Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main. By One Bank. The Wildcats Bank, 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One bank can help you. Member FDIC. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. 
Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-gig fiber optic network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-gig broadband service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10-gig. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Live from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium with L.A. leading Pickett County 49 to nothing. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. L.A. got on the board first, and folks, this was a crazy first half. Pickett County would recover the opening kickoff after a fumble by Livingston Academy. They would stall out. Then a 57-yard pass on the first play from scrimmage for the offense from Coffey to Will Brown that made it 7 to nothing with 9.34 to go in the first quarter. On the ensuing, on the next drive, excuse me, by Livingston Academy, it was a methodical, meticulous 60-yard drive down the field capped 
by a two-yard run by uh, Brody Coffee himself. That made it 14-0 with four minutes to go in the first quarter, and that is actually the score at the end of the first quarter. Mind you, 49-0 at the half. It was only 14-0 at the end of the first quarter, and then here came the Wildcats after a slow start. On the ensuing Pickett County possession, Trey Coleman would intercept Pickett County at the 45-yard line. The drive was set up by the interception and then capped off by a two-yard run by Jackson Bowles to make it 21-0 with 7.50 to go. On the next drive by Pickett County, went over the head of Caden Miller, the quarterback. The fumble was recovered at the 6 by Livingston Academy. On the next play, Colin Weitzel would run it in to make it 28-0, 6.37 to go in the first half. On the next offensive possession, this time not set up by a turnover, a 36-yard touchdown scamper by Trey Coleman made it 35 nothing, 425 to go. Then on the next offensive possession, it was Gage Hoffman who slipped out of the backfield on a tight end sneaky out, 48-yard pass from Coffee to Hoffman. Hoffman made an incredible move at around the 35 or the 30-yard line, juked a man out took off up the middle for the end zone and found himself in the hog eye, 42 nothing with 1.12 to go. Then Brayton Story on the next Pickett County possession would intercept the pass from Caden Miller at the Pickett County 35. Dylan York on the very next play would scamper for 22 yards to make it 49 nothing with 25 seconds left. The clock would run out after Pickett County ran two offensive plays, and that was the end of the second quarter, and that is where we find ourselves here at halftime. That is the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard stopped by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Halftime coverage continues. Powered by Tier 1. Every team loves to win. And the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. I am Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Kewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. Checking the first half stats with one bank. And we'll start with the visiting team. Pickett County tonight has not had a ton of success. Negative yards on the ground. The biggest negative nine by the quarterback on a sack. Uh, did have some positive yards out of Thomas. He is the only man with any kind of positive yards really in just about any facet of this game. And he is at eight, nine, we'll call it nine, 11. He's got 11 yards on the ground. Miller through the air has uh, an interception and five yards of positive uh, yardage. They've got 
Uh, four penalties and four turnovers on the night does Pickett County. On the other side for Livingston Academy, folks, uh, I just got to be honest with you, they have one turnover. It was that opening kickoff. Uh, they've got three penalties, and then uh, it is a myriad of yardage. You look at it, and it is 22 yards on the ground for bowls. Uh, that is 10, 15, and then another 30, so 45 yards and a touchdown for Trey Coleman. 28, 30 yards and a touchdown for Brody Coffey. 23, that's 20, 33, 34 yards uh, for, i got to get my roster out here, for Jake Hughes on the ground. A six-yard scamper to the end zone by Colin Weitzel and a 21-yard scamper to the end zone by Dylan York on uh, through the air it was started off by a 57 yard touchdown pass by Brody Coffey he would go on to also have a 48 yard touchdown pass that alone of course puts him over 100 yards you then add 9 and what is that 14 so he is at around 120 130 yards through the air the touchdowns as I said uh, caught by Will Brown and Gage Hoffman in the first half. That's a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank, for all your financial needs. Inside L.A., I'm Colin Castleberry, and we're joined by football manager Elizabeth Gaw. Uh, Elizabeth, what made you want to be a manager for the football team? Well, whenever uh, I was little, my uncle actually had told me that like, I love football, okay, and so I was playing football, like, with him, like, whenever I was real little, and then he told me that, oh, you'd never be, a fo- like, any part of the football team, and I was like, I'm going to make that happen, and so I kind of just decided one day, I was like, I'm going to be a football manager, you know, because then I get to help around everything, and I get to watch the games, and I get to be right there on the field and technically be a part of the football team, and so that's just kind of what I did. What is your favorite part? What's the thing you love the most about being a football manager? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, I really like all like all the guys are super sweet to me. Like they are, like they take care of me. Like if there's anything wrong, like they'll be there and they're like, I can help you. Like you know. And so, cause other not whenever the power went out, mm-hmm. like I was like freaking out. And one of them just came up behind me. I was like, It's okay. You don't gotta worry. We won't let nothing get you. And I was fine after that. So. What was what was that like? I mean, that's not exactly a situation a lot of people have seen. All of a sudden, wind blowing everywhere and, and the power going out. Oh, you're, you, People can't see you, but you're smiling real big. What was that like? Um, I was standing on the field, you know, just handing somebody water, and then all of a sudden a big gush of wind hit me. And, like, I was, like, really cold, you know, because I had all the cold waters. And, like, I looked around, and then I just saw the wind wrapping around the uh, the stadium. And all of my friends were up in the student section, and they were screaming. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then one of the football players was like, hey, check your phone, see what's going on. And I was like, I can't do that on the field. Like, I'm not going to be able to do that on the field. And so I didn't pull it out. I just was like, I don't know what's going on. I can't. I'm not going to do that. And then um, then all of a sudden, the wind picks up even more. Sorry. The wind picks up even more. <laughs> and then, like, all the players are, like, you know, getting, like, crazy over here on the sidelines and then everybody's doing their thing on the field and I'm standing there like I don't know what's going on 
and then all of a sudden the power goes out. The lights are gone. And I was like, okay, well, I know where this person was, I know where this person was, and I know where this person was. And I was looking for them, and, like, I couldn't see anything. So I, like, I reached for my flashlight. The first thing I did, I grabbed my flashlight. This person wasn't where they were supposed to be. This one wasn't where they were supposed to be. And this one wasn't where that one was supposed to be. So I thought the other team had tackled them to death. And I was like, oh, no, what's going on? I was freaking out because I couldn't find anybody that I was looking for. My mom actually was behind the big, like, tunnel that they ran through, and she had, like, got pushed up against the field house by it because the wind had pushed it so hard. She was trying to catch it because there was a bunch of little kids trying to catch it, and they couldn't, you know, because they're too little. And so my mom and dad ran down there to try to fix it, and it it didn't even work for them. But then whenever the power went out, she ran and, like, fell and hurt herself trying to get everything for my little sister. And, yeah, that was fun. Well, now we have to ask, is she is she okay? Like, is she doing all right? Oh, yeah, my mom's fine. She just has a little, uh, she just has a little, like, scrape on her knee. That's, that's it. Okay. Well, what what's the biggest difference from, from last season to this season, you think, under uh, Coach Hauser? Um, well, Coach Hauser, actually, I think he's doing a whole lot better because I feel like they've, they've all got closer, I feel like, than they were last year because I feel like they were all just kind of – like I don't, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> They've become tighter as a team. They're a lot more. They're all friends. Yeah, it's kind of like old school football. Like you know, like whenever you watch like Remember the Titans, it's kind of like that. I really like it. Okay, well, Elizabeth Gall, last question before we we let you go here. Uh, what does Hog Eye mean to you? What does LA mean to you? Honestly, if I have to use one word, I would use, I mean, I don't think I have to, but I would use family because, like, I don't know, I just feel, like, really close to everybody in here because they're all, like, super nice and they all want to take care of you and they all want just want the best for you. So I would say family because that's how family is. This has been Inside L.A. with football manager Elizabeth Gaw. I'm Colin Castleberry. Scores and stats still to come. Still to come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. The Wildcats play here. here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Around the rest of the Upper Cumberlands, I'm Colin Castleberry here from Tom Davis Memorial Stadium at Livingston Academy where the action is just about to begin again. But let's run through some quick scores at the half. Mount Juliet 24-7 over Cookville. Upperman, 21-0 over White County. You would think 49-0 here would be the biggest one. No, York, 53-0 over Teleco at the half. Monterey, 21-7 over Westmoreland. Portland and Clay County tied at 28 at the half. Macon County leads Cumberland County, 35-0. DeKalb County, 7-0 over Gordonsville at the half. Meigs County, a one-point advantage over Stone Memorial, 14-13 at the half. And last update from Warren County taking on Gallatin. It was still in the first quarter, but it was already Gallatin 21 to nothing in that game. Here is the kick by Livingston Academy. It is booted along by Trip Sadler, fielded at the 10, and it's muffed. It's rolling around. Diving on it at the 10 are the Bobcats. They'll fall on it and take over right there. Okay, after all of that talking, I can finally bring David Ledbetter back in. And David, when I say they flew through halftime, trying to get th- we're trying to get this game done. Yeah, they. Uh, of course, it's running clock now, but uh, uh, very, very short halftime right there. This is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Livingston Academy going to start trotting out some reserves. We'll try our very best to get you all of the names like we did against Jenkins. Uh, we'll do our best at least. Caden Miller, though, will be in the gun and take the shotgun snap. He's immediately under pressure. Throws into a screen pass in the flat. Beautiful job to avoid would-be tacklers by the Bobcat running back, Thomas. But ultimately, I think he only gained about two yards. He got about 40 yards there to gain two. So a nice job there by the uh, Livingston Academy defense as I'm getting, I'm still kind of getting myself resituated a little bit here, folks. Uh, but let's give some shout-outs out there on the defensive line. Landon Shaw is out there. He is alongside uh, Frankie Guerrero also. Uh, looks like uh, you can add Kaysen Lawrence 
in there as Miller will go halfback, toss out to the left, and he will be bottled up, wrapped up, and thrown back to the about one or two yard line by Landon Shaw. He's called his name, and he's in the backfield making a big tackle for loss. Brody Walker out there as well. Uh, Noah White on the field. Try and make sure we hit everybody if we can. Uh, Evan Gentry down there at the linebacker position. Uh, Marius Birdsong, Marius Birdsong playing cornerback. Uh, and then the uh, other safety trying to get a number. There. Uh, you will, yeah, you've got uh, Wyatt, Man, uh, Wyatt Matheny. The other safety. Got green Puckett. Green Puckett as well. Deacon yep. Allred at linebacker. Deacon Allred. All right. So Miller from his own end zone, third and 17, running clock. Dropping back. Has to get rid of it so it's not a safety. And there are people in the vicinity, but it will fall incomplete. 9.35 to go, third quarter. 49 nothing. the Wildcats leading. And it's fourth and 17. And let's see if Pickett County tries to punt from their own end zone. I mean, they don't have much of an option. But by the same token, uh, this will be rather difficult because Livingston Academy has gotten all kinds of pressure on every play. It was uh, uh, looked like Evan Gentry there almost had the sack on the quarterback. And you got Caden Watzel back to return the punt. He's going to get an opportunity here. Fields no, it. Let, no, he, he chooses did. not to. No, he does. Let it bounce at the 30, then picks it up at the 35, avoids a couple tacklers back to the 30, finds himself at the 25. And then they're going to say went out of bounds at around the 23-yard line. That is where the Livingston Academy offense will take over. More than likely, I would say, led by uh, Caden Weitzel. Leo Cardenas also on the field there. Looks like we've got uh, Braden Story going in at receiver, I believe. No, they're still in the huddle here. Still in the huddle. We'll wait for them to break it. Meanwhile, clock rolls. 8.25 to go, third quarter. It'll be first and 10 from the, excuse me, the Pickett County 19-yard line. Ball still has some legs here, David Ledbetter. Yep. It's inside the 20. It's Matthew Slayton and Mark Ogletree in on the line, along with uh, Brody Thoman in there with, let's see, Frankie Guerrero. And is that 74? That's, yeah, that's Cardinos. And you've got uh, Mason Anderson in the tailback. He run hard last week. We'll he, see what he does here. He did. Weitzel will hand off to Anderson, and Anderson will carry a couple Bobcats with him for a four-yard game. A beautiful job there by Anderson to pick up the gainer there. Yeah, he got a lot of a lot of carries last week on, on Saturday up in Kentucky, and he, he run the ball really hard. Yeah, we talked about it in that game. Might have very well earned himself – uh, some some time at the tailback position in a more prominent role, not just in what you would call garbage time or, or you know backup minutes. Uh, did a very good job and may very well have put himself in a position to be the maybe the third running back behind Coleman uh, and Bowles. Got story, I believe. Story, Is that yeah. yes? That story, Birdsong, and Matheny out to the. Right of the quarterback, Caden Weitzel, and we got a flag. Delay of game, man. And the back judge there, delay of game on the Livingston Academy offense. And the one thing you hate about that is that you just got to go a little farther now. 6.50 to go. Thought the clock was going to stop, but the penalty does not stop it either. So 6.45 to go, third quarter, second and 10, and we're back at the 19. 
for the Livingston Academy offense. Rocco Carwell still out far left. Weitzel in the gun, takes a low snap, and he's just going to sprint out to the right. He found success on this play in Jenkins, but won't find any success on it here. Maybe a two-yard gain on second and ten there by Weitzel, and that'll make it third and about eight for the Livingston Academy Wildcat offense with 6.15 to go in the third quarter. I don't think Caden threw a pass last week, did he? I don't might, have, might have attempted one or two, but I don't I don't believe uh, that he threw many, if any. We could see him drop back here and throw one. I certainly would like to see it, no doubt. Would love it even more if we could find a way to have seen Adrian Jenkins. But as we talked about, while he certainly is out of the sling through some passes in warm-ups, he is very much unavailable tonight. Again, Braden Story on the pass from Caden Weitzel right through his hands. Weitzel might have uh, put a little too much oomph on that one. And it'll fall incomplete fourth and eight now as the Wildcats look to go for it. Yeah, a little screen pass set up there for for Story. Just looked like Joe Milton throwing it out there. Just put a little <laughs> bit too much mustard on that one. Definitely did. 5.20 to go in the third quarter. It'll be fourth and eight from the Pickett County 17-yard line. Wildcats leading 49 nothing. Whitesell takes the shotgun snap, handoff Anderson. Anderson breaks the first couple tackles. Ball came out, and I think Pickett County might have recovered it. No, Anderson held on to it. Maybe just the yeah, shadow there that got me. It, yeah. yeah, maybe the shadow that got me, but it, it certainly looked for a second like the ball might have popped out. Either way, does not get the first down. Gained about five. Came up around three or four yards short, and Pickett County will take over. Turnover on downs. It'll be first and ten for the Bobcats from their own 13, I believe that is. 4.35 to go in the third quarter. Clock ticking. Same defense. Same defense in now as was last time. But try to get that left defensive end's number. Is that, uh, is that so 20 Bull? or 82? Are you that far 82. side D end? Yeah. That's 82. That's Casey so Lawrence. Jason Lawrence on the field there. Also playing cornerback Preston Greenwood. The handoff to Thomas, and he takes off up the field, and he'll fall down at around the 19, it looks like. So a nice gainer there of about six for the Bobcat offense. Kane Thomas is a good football player. He's a good athlete. Known Kane for a long time. Uh, known his family a long time. Kane's a good football player. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Caden Miller in the gun, or no, under center, excuse me, got up under there at an eye formation. Now going to go toss to the running back out to the right side. That is not Thomas. Not sure who that was, but I don't believe he got much of anything, if anything. That was Caden Thomas. It was Caden Thomas, all right. Yeah, good job there by Evan Gentry. Good tackle. Evan's playing, uh, is he playing outside linebacker there? He stepped up and made a tackle for no gain right there. Good job. Trotting everybody around. Brody Walker now back there at the safety position next to Cameron Bowers. Uh, A couple other new guys maybe on the field. Uh, We've talked about Evan Gentry. Make sure we get everybody in here. Preston Greenwood, we talked about him playing cornerback. 
Trying to see who that far side, that other cornerback is. Ah, that is That's Bryson true. Cox. Bryson yeah. Cox, the man who's yeah. over there real far side near that uh, visiting sideline. Miller in the gun drops back, throws over a defender, and it's through the hands of the intended wide receiver. Falls incomplete and will make it fourth and four for the Bobcat offense with 2.20 to go in the third quarter. It's Livingston Academy 49, Bobcats nothing as they line up for this fourth down. Fourth and four for the Bobcat offense. They're going to change out a couple guys here. You got number 80 on the on the field for Livingston. I don't have an 80 on my roster. 80 on the – I do not have one either. Okay. So we're getting deep, deep in the depth chart here for the Wildcats. Love to see it. Max sitting here beside me. He don't have an 80 on his roster either. Miller drops the intended snap from under center, hands it off, and a takeoff and a first down by the Bobcats and a few more. Breaks a couple tackles at the 30, at the 35. Gets it down all the way to the 36, does the Bobcat running back. And that'll be a first down for the Bobcats. I didn't get, was that Miller that took off running there? Uh, it was not. It looked like a, uh, what, a 19, not a 16. Yeah, 19, the man who took off there on the run. And clock continues, 1.15 to go, third quarter, first and 10 for the Bobcat offense now from their own 36. It's Wildcats 49, Bobcats nothing. And Miller looks to get under center again. Or is he going to stay in the gun? No, he'll stay in the gun. Got Derek Munoz, Elijah Robinson, and Ethan Westmoreland in right now. Dropping back, looking for a pass into the flat. The screen is completed, but again, a gang tackled by Livingston Academy, and we've got a flag on the play and a line change by Livingston Academy. Updates on both. After 35 seconds to go in the third quarter, it's 49-0. Wildcats over the Bobcats. And let's see what the call is here from the White Hat. Several new guys again out there defensively for Livingston Academy. Uh, Brody Miller stepping out onto the field, as is Derek Munoz again. Uh, Let's see who else. 27, so that's Clayton Loftus. Going to have Clayton as well out there trying to read everybody. Uh, Ethan Westmoreland playing linebacker. Miller under center after the penalty by Livingston Academy, and they'll get called. Again for jumping off. It went from first and ten to first and two. And then Livingston jumps again. So they hand the Bobcats a first down. And the third quarter comes to an end. So will we have an untimed down? Let's make sure we're not going to have that prior to the end of the third quarter here. And they're just going to run the clock and start the fourth. Okay, here we go. Fourth quarter starts 49-0. And here in just a moment, folks, I hate to tell you this, but I think I'm going to have to miss a play or two, but I don't like that. But I'm going to try. Caden Miller, under center, halfback toss, out to the left, takes off, finds the edge. He's at the 50, the 45, 40, breaks some tackles, 35, inside the 35, goes down at the 34. It'll be first down Bobcats, 49-0, the Wildcats leading the Bobcats to begin the fourth quarter. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Cade Miller takes a snap, tosses out to the halfback, sprinting out to the left, and somehow he finds the edge past the 35 to the 30. It's a gain of about four for the Bobcats offense. Clock will begin to roll here in the fourth quarter. 11.40 and ticking down to go, and that'll make it second and five for the Bobcats offense from the Livingston Academy 30-yard line. The Livingston Academy sprinting players in and out. It's hard to keep up with right now. I've got a list of who all's in. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best. It's not going fantastic, but we're fighting it. Miller turns around, hands off to the fullback, who is immediately bottled up and brought down back at the line of scrimmage. It's the Wildcats 49, the Bobcats 0 with 11-10 to go in the fourth quarter. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. The Cats, presented by Livingston Regional, 101.9 AM 920. Caden Miller will drop back and throws into the flat about a five to seven yard out and under throws his intended target incomplete. Makes it fourth and six for the Bobcats offense from the Livingston Academy 31 yard line. And again, folks with uh, with with legs just the football santos pagoda is into play as is bryson cox for the defense of livingston academy turned a toss again to the running back who tries to find the edge on the left side and gained about two or three yards and a flag i believe a late hit there on livingston academy trip sadler also the backup kicker has trotted out there to play defense so la and head coach matt hauser emptying emptying the bench here tonight on homecoming. It is 9.38 to go in the fourth quarter. A horse collar tackle called on Livingston Academy who leads 49-0. And it'll be, that'll make it first and 10 for the Bobcats offense. And they'll have the ball inside the Livingston Academy 20 at the 16-yard line waiting for the ball to get spotted. Looks like the 16 or 17-yard line, 15-yard line. There we go. 15 that is where the Bobcats will have it, looking to pick up their first score on the ball game. Nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 
running clock. Turns, hands it to the fullback. He is gang-tackled by a group of Wildcats led by Noah Jones, number uh, 69, also in on the tackle, Elijah Robinson, number 15. 8.50 to go in the fourth quarter. It's Wildcats 49, Bobcats 0. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. Noah Jones and Bryson Cox will meet the running back back behind the line of scrimmage at the 18-yard line, wrestle him to the dirt as Livingston Academy continues to shuffle guys in and out like a hockey line change. Austin McFarland now comes out onto the field, as does Robert Keenan for the Livingston Academy defense under center is uh, the quarterback for Pickett County nearly intercepted, and he is. Holy crap, and that's a face mask if I've ever seen one. My gosh. Marius Birdsong with a great catch right there, and then uh, just about took his helmet off on that face mask. He tried to. He intercepted it at around the 10, uh, tried to cut back across the field, and so didn't really gain much. The ball, I believe, will be sat at the 10, and then the penalty enforced. But a beautiful job, an INT here in the fourth quarter for Birdsong. And that's another turnover. My gosh, what a job there by Birdsong. And the Wildcat offense will trot out with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They'll have it first and ten from the Pickett County 25, it looks like. Now under 6.50 to go fourth quarter. 49 nothing. Wildcats lead it. We're going to take a time out here. We don't have a don't have you know, no, They just now blew it into place. So they just good. blew it into place, so we're good. <laughs> Matt, Matt and Hauser having to help his boys out. Who's supposed to be out there? Where they line up? Yeah, Brody Miller at tailback and Caden Watson still at quarterback. Watson still playing quarterback. Takes the shot. Oh. snap. No, it's under his legs. He dives on it back at the 10, trying to avoid would-be tacklers. Somehow gets it back to around the 14-yard line, but still a massive loss there for the L.A. offense. 6-10 to go in the fourth quarter. Wildcats still lead 49-0. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. Thank you. 5.38 to go. Fourth quarter. It is second and 21 for the Livingston Academy offense. Wildcats lead 49 to nothing. And Matten Hauser uh, seemingly took a timeout there near the end. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. As we were coming back. So 5.39 to go. Uh, 
Two timeouts left for the Wildcats, all three for the Bobcats. It is second and 21 for the L.A. offense with the ball on the uh, 14-yard line of Livingston Academy with the Wildcats leading 49 to nothing. I might have to talk to Coach Hauser about these uniforms. I've got... He's going to have to update his roster. We've got three kids so far. It's 73's playing right now at right guard. I don't have him on the roster either. We'll talk to him tomorrow, no doubt. I can have a quick talk with, hey, uh, we got so many people coming out that they're not even on the roster, and I believe they did not notice a wide receiver did just jump for L.A. I'm not even going to lie. He did, of course, cross as Caden Weitzel is going to take a quarterback draw forward to about the 19-yard line. Clock will tick under five and a half minutes to go. It'll be third down for the offense, and we'll have a flag at around the 25. Looks like somebody from Pickett County just, uh, looks like they just grabbed Cameron Bowers' helmet and just ripped it right off. Wyatt Matheny also missing his helmet. He'll come off the field. And let's see what the call is here. It is on Pickett County, and they'll mark this off. So it's a personal foul on uh, Pickett County. And the ball. Automatic first down right there. Yeah, the ball will go all the way to the Livingston Academy 33. And that will be an automatic first down. First and 10 for the Wildcat offense from their own 33 with four minutes and 42 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Getting very sloppy right now. Of course, you've got a lot of the young guys in for Livingston Academy, but. Uh, we got Caden Watson and Brody Miller in the backfield here. Weitzel in the gun, takes the snap, looks to hand off to Miller. It's a very awkward exchange, and Miller will be tackled back behind the line of scrimmage at the 30, and we've got some laundry from the backside judge. I will say this, folks. I thought penalties stopped the clock. I'm starting to get real happy they don't. We have had several here in the second half that would have slowed this clock down. That is not the truth. And it is going to be Livingston Academy on the penalty there. So the ball will get backed up with under four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Austin McFarland just checked in for Livingston Academy, I think, at receiver. Or no, it may be. Uh, it looks like he's going to be at running back. Ball goes back to the 28-yard line. Livingston Academy now first down from their own 28. 3.35 to go in the fourth quarter. It's first and 15. Yeah, that's McFarland at tailback. McFarland at tailback. Weitzel in the gun. Moves McFarland to his left hip. Takes the shotgun snap and immediately sprints out to the left. Picks up a couple blockers. Avoids a couple tacklers at the 40, the 45. And tackled out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Weitzel with a sprint from the quarterback position and a wild catch first down. Good run there by... Watzel got to the edge, made a couple of guys miss, got pushed out of bounds at the 49. Good run there by Watzel. 2.55 to go in the fourth quarter as the clock continues to roll with the Wildcats up 49-0. Watzel will remain in the gun. This time in the backfield with him is Elijah Robinson. Robinson in the backfield, number 15 for the Wildcats. Weitzel takes the snap, runs it himself, this time going right. Robinson elects as a lead blocker. Lead block. He finds a hole and the edge. He's at the 45, the 40, and taken out of bounds at the 35-yard line. 
And Two a couple flags. more flags over there on the far side. I think at this point, we talked earlier in the show about the uh, kind of goes back to the basketball days, kind of the hatred. I think uh, a lot of frustrations coming out right now on both sides, actually. Got so, two personal fouls. Offset. Actually, four personal fouls. Offsetting personal fouls, two on either side. So it'll remain first down for the Wildcats. And they'll have it first and ten from the Pickett County 35-yard line with under two minutes to go when they break the huddle. I know you gotta be, you got to be smart, but... Uh, Watzel right there, uh, Cade Watzel. One of Pickett County players pushed one of his receivers down, and Caden kind of retaliated, pushing him back. But you don't. You, you got to be smart. But you also, you're not going to. You know, it's 49 nothing. We're not going to put up with you just pushing and shoving our guys. Caden Watzel, the handoff to the running back, who is uh, that? Looks like that was Seth. Smith. No, Mason Anderson again. Anderson again in it, running back. And he finds his way falling forward for a gain of five. Under a minute and a half to go now in the ball game. Second and five for the Wildcats offense from the Pickett County 31. What grade's Anderson in? He's a, he's a good-looking running back. Anderson freshman. is a freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah, so he's a good-looking. He's nice build for a running back. You know, big thighs, runs hard. Good-looking running back. Yeah, you're – Next year or even two years from now in his junior year could be a real workhorse for this offense. Right now he's going to act as a lead blocker for Caden Weitzel, and he blows through a couple guys. Weitzel at the 25, inside the 20, pushed out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Clock will be at 45 seconds. We'll see if Livingston Academy will even run another play. I don't think they'll have to by the time the play clock starts. It'll be at 35 seconds now. Let's see, when's the white hat going to gesture? There it is. Okay, so game clock under 30 seconds, play clock at 32. So let Caden, let Caden run one wide, see if he can get in the end zone right here. Weitzel looking to put 50 on the board, possibly. Takes the shotgun snap, the handoff, and he's got a lead blocker. The running back has to find the edge. He's tripped up. Oh, man. Elijah Robinson. Elijah Robinson so close right there. That'll probably be the final play it will be. Robinson just had to break one tackle, and it would have been 50-plus on the board for the Wildcats. Instead, this game will come to an end 49 to nothing. The Wildcats defeat the Bobcats in this cat fight at Livingston Academy on the night of homecoming. It's Livingston Academy 49, Bobcats 0. 101.9 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. By Premier Wireless. Your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International, not just tractors, not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. Cycle.net. Now, the RM Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacist, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions, ready to save you money on your prescriptions. RM Family Pharmacy. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees Livingston stand at 2-3 and three as the Wildcats get a 49-0 win over Pickett County. We recap tonight's game, and it looks a whole lot like it did the recap at the end of the first half. Pickett County would recover the opening kickoff fumble. They would stall out on the very next offensive play by Livingston Academy. A 57-yard pass from Brody Coffee to Will Brown made it 7-0 with 9.34 to go in the first quarter. It was a 60-yard drive on the next offensive possession by the Wildcats, capped by a two-yard run by Brody Coffey, made it 14-0 with four minutes to go, and that was the end of the first quarter. 14-0 the end of the first quarter, a slow start for Livingston Academy. We'll talk about that with David Ledbetter coming up in just a few minutes, but then in the second quarter, Livingston Academy came out took care of business, did what they were supposed to do. It was began by a Trey Coleman interception at the Pickett County 45. That set up a drive cap by a two-yard Jackson Bowles run to make it 21-0 with 7.50 to go 
On the next possession by Pickett County, over the head of the quarterback, Caden Miller, was a fumble recovery at the 6 by L.A. Very next play, Colin Weitzel bumbles and rumbles and fumbles into a 28-0 run, making it with 6.37 to go, 28-0 again, Wildcats. Next offensive possession by the Wildcats, 36-yard touchdown by Coleman, 35 to nothing. Trey Coleman made it with 425 to go. Then it was a 48-yard touchdown pass on the next offensive possession from Brody Coffey to uh, uh, Gage Hoffman, who made a great move and around the 30, 35-yard line, made a guy miss. Bolts into the end zone, 42 nothing with 112 to go. You'd think that was the end, but it was not. Brayton's story on the next offensive play by Pickett County, an interception at the Pickett County 35. The next play would be Dylan York. He found his way into the end zone on a 22-yard burst. Uh, make it 49 to nothing with 25 seconds to go in the second quarter. And that's all she wrote, folks. We came back out in the second half, ran the clock the entire time. Do want to shout out Mary's bird song uh, about halfway through the first fourth quarter with a running clock. Did come up with an interception, so want to make sure that we give him credit. But that is how it went. 49 nothing. The Wildcats defeat the Bobcats here on the campus of Livingston Academy. Game over. Coverage not. The R&M Family Pharmacy post-game report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Our post-game coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, this game was decided by an outstanding performance 
by Livingston Academy. There's really nobody specifically to shout out. Uh, it was an incredible game by L.A. Once they really got going in the second quarter, you got to give the whole team credit for really showing up and showing out in this one, handling business in the end did the Wildcats. Let's recap it quickly and look at the final stats from one bank. We start with the visiting Pickett County uh, Bobcats, who had 13 total rushing yards, negative 22 in the first half, so a couple uh, bursts of 16 and 18 yards really help them out. <coughs> Excuse me. In the second half, uh, it was 35 rushing yards, positive rushing yards in the second half, makes it a total of 13. On the passing statistics, it was three for seven in the first half, five yards and an interception. That ultimately became uh, eight for 17 for nine yards and an interception, uh, 22 actually, 22 uh, total yards, it seems, for Caden Miller. Negative. 17 total yards uh, in the end overall. It was not a great day for Pickett County. They had five turnovers and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They had 10 penalties on the day. Livingston Academy, here we go, folks. I'm going to do my very best. They had 219 total yards rushing, uh, three, uh, 291 total yards passing, 351. 351 total, excuse me, passing 219 total on the ground. Uh, and it was Caden uh, Weitzel, or excuse me, uh, Brody Coffee. Sorry, it's, there's so many numbers in front of me on this sheet, folks. I tried to organize it as best I could. Brody Coffee was 7 of 14 for 132 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, here we go. I broke it down as best I could. Trey Coleman had an interception. Seth Smith had a fumble recovery. And... Marius Birdsong also had an interception. They did have one turnover, did the Wildcats. It was on the opening kickoff after that. They were a clean sweep, had nine penalties for 70 yards. Rushing, it was a 22-yard touchdown for Jackson Bowles, 46-yard touchdown for Trey Coleman, a uh, 30-yard touchdown for Brody Coffey. Jake Hughes, 34 yards on the day. Colin Weitzel, a six-yard touchdown. Dylan York, 21 and a touchdown. Mason Anderson had 12 yards. Caden Weitzel had 47. Brody Miller had one on the day rushing, and Elijah Robinson had 12. As I said, Brody Coffey, 7 of 14, 132 yards and two touchdowns. Passing in the receiving department, it broke down. Carson Parrott had 27. Daniel Bilbury with just five, which is impressive, considering you put 49 points on the board Jackson Bowles, four, and the two touchdowns were Will Brown, 57 yards and a touchdown. Gage Hoffman, 48 yards and a touchdown. That is a look at the numbers presented by One Bank. It's the One Bank for Wildcats fans. Recapping the action. Stats, scores. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. A friendly staff to help take care of your family. R&M. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with 
the full belly. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robelizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Livingston Academy stands 2-3 and three with the 49-0 win over Pickett County. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet, UC Sports Nation scoreboard in the fourth quarter, York leading Teleco 74 to nothing. Yes, you heard me correctly, 74 nothing. the Dragons beating Teleco Plains. Jackson County in a tight one with Red Boiling Springs, 21-14. Jackson County leads that one in the fourth quarter. Clay County with 20 unanswered points in the second half, 48-28. They lead Portland in the fourth, Macon County 35-0 over Cumberland County. Stone Memorial with a five-point advantage over Meigs County, 25-20. And Upperman, last update we got was 21-14 in a battle with White in the fourth quarter. Final scores, Monterey 35-14, a win over Westmoreland. Mount Juliet, a 38-14 winner over Cookville. And DeKalb County coming back. Again, the Tigers of the second half performance. They beat Gordonsville 21-7. Stop by Frontier Chevy, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. And remember to tune in for a full recap of all the action and interviews with coaches tomorrow morning at 9 on the High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. We'll have Livingston Academy. We'll have Warring County. Uh, looking forward as well to talking with Monterey head coach Scott Hughes and more on the High School Playbook tomorrow morning live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. David Ledbetter has stepped out. He has gone to go celebrate a second consecutive win with his son Dawson and the Wildcats. I don't blame him one bit, as he should. Uh, It is a second straight win for the first time since pre-COVID for the Livingston Academy Wildcats, I do believe. So a great job here tonight by them. And honestly, folks, not a ton to analyze. Once we got into the second quarter, it was all Livingston Academy, 14-0 at the end of the first 49 nothing at the end of the second, and after halftime, the clock ran, and this one, well, it broke down pretty quickly for Pickett County. 
One more time, Livingston Academy 49, and the Bobcats of Pickett County, nothing. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy post-game report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Wildcat football with a 49-0 win over the Bobcats of Pickett County and the L.A. Wildcats elsewhere this week uh, not doing much of nothing. It was homecoming, and so a lot of teams, uh, the volleyball team, the, the soccer team, taking most of the week off both this girls' soccer team and the volleyball team did go on the road on Tuesday and take on Cumberland County, both picking up wins over the Lady Jets on Tuesday night. Everybody, again, took the rest of the week off. They'll get back in action coming up next week. Girls soccer will be here at home against Stone Memorial on Tuesday evening. Volleyball team will wait, wait till Thursday to host Stone Memorial again here at Livingston Academy tonight. Once again, it was a 49-0 win, a beautiful job by Livingston Academy, who put up of their 49 points, scored 35 of them uh, in the second quarter and had five turnovers caused. Bobcats had five turnovers caused by Livingston Academy. What an incredible job by them. The Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough, production assistant Jake Wallman. And next week we'll be right back here in Livingston as LA will take on York, the Dragons, who got a 70 plus point win tonight. 
Our countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15. For David Ledbetter and our team, I'm Colin Castleberry. Again, once more, tonight's final score, the Livingston Academy Wildcats 49, the Pickett County Bobcats 0.